I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the value pack. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the value pack. Uh, we don't have a guest today, and uh, that's intentional. We don't have a guest because we do have a fuck load of changes that we got to go through that hit global labs oh, uh, now we gotta before, get rid of our sponsors yeah <laughs> but before we get into that i do want to thank our patrons uh calahad hawaiian auscultation minaria jeremy johnson my pp itches lord carrot mayo knight talus accept them infrax sinvala i carry justicar and i has issues thank you guys so much and everybody else that supports us on patreon and keeps this show running we appreciate your support thank you very much uh now global lab changes dude there wait, was a lot quick, of shit. That, that's that list is crazy it is dude, thank you guys it, so yeah. much that's actually super yeah, super nice kind of you guys yeah sorry go I mean, on giving, I giving, just, that shit blew my mind you were like that list got, show, got a lot longer support than for i remember the, Showing the support Fuck, for us, the degen degenerates, you know. Someone, degenerates, yeah. And someone's PP still itches. They have to go to the doctor. <laughs> so, uh, several changes hit Global Labs, um, but the biggest changes I think that everybody's been talking about. I'm sure you know if you've been if you PVP. Uh, class changes. There were several changes to. Basically every class, I think. Was there any classes that didn't get any change whatsoever? Well, Musa's like to pretend they didn't get any changes. Did Shy get a change? I'm curious, because that would be that would they be the got a lot. Of, they actually got quite a few changes, yeah. Well then definitely every class got a change then. So literally every class got changed in some way or another. So uh yeah, we gotta go over that shit and we gotta we gotta talk about it. So Frosty, why don't you kick us off with uh, right. whatever you want to kick us off I, with? I figure we'll go, we'll start, we'll just go down the list, and then when we get to the classes that we main or that we've spent time on, we'll, we can go more in detail. Okay. Um, so let's start, let's start with Warrior. So main weapon changes, Piercing Spear and the Absolute Piercing Spear have been changed, so now it's uh, available for use during cooldown. Um... Instant Grapple has been changed to passive activation so that it always triggers when using takedown while having learned Instant Grapple. And the speed of Seismic Strike has increased. Um, for their Awakening, their Solar Flare, Black Spirit damage has increased. Um, and they changed it so that Head Chase can now be activated in the main weapon state, which I actually think is kind of nutty. And Succession uh, improved to activate Prime Enhanced Spirit when using Shifty... Uh, keys after using a specific skill. I think it's like a bug fix. Um, oh, and they also fixed a bug that was affecting um, Grave Digging where it wasn't actually applying the slow debuffs until like late in the skill. And now I think it's I think it's supposed to instant apply right when you cast Grave Digging. Um, well, yeah, I, th I don't think that was a bug. I think that was just, it was always the last hit, I thought. They fixed the a bug. Res. It says right here, fixed a bug, okay? <laughs> it was it's it's okay. it's intended until people don't like it and then it becomes a bug you idiot do you yep. not know the rules 
Yeah, see, in software design, you can claim it's a bug or wasn't intended yeah. if there was enough uproar. Mm, I don't think exactly. people were really complaining about that. I mean, it's possible, just no one ever noticed, because back in the day, like... Oh, people notice couldn't... because the pain gets applied on the first hit, but the last hit is where the debuffs actually get applied. No, no, I mean, people notice now, but I mean, before the 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 Q block cancel change like a year ago where you could cancel out of grave digging, you, you always oh, let yeah, the whole yeah, skill yeah. go through, you know? So people probably notice it way less, but now they notice it. So now they fix that bug in quotes. Yeah, but <laughs> they can cancel grave digger, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't but used they to didn't. be able so, to. Is what so I'm saying. Honestly, they, sh it should not, it should not allow the debuffs to be applied on the very start of the skill. If they can just cancel it, you should have, you should be forced to, to do the entirety of the skill. All right, so now literally no other skill is like that. <laughs> uh, Any other skill yeah, where is. you have to do the entire skill to get a slow off. Well, when it's a fucking fifty uh, percent slow like that, or thirty uh, percent, yeah, like okay. devastation, you can let the first hit of devastation and then cancel out of it, and it still slows. Why should Gravedigger be treated differently? Because fuck warrior, dude. All right, so Nayashi <laughs> has stated a little bit beforehand that he he wasn't super happy with the warrior changes. So let's start with Nayashi. Overall, why do you not like these warrior changes slash buffs? Well, the grapple one, I, I need to actually understand a little bit more. But um, Rose, you want to explain that real quick? The way the, uh, the new grapple works. So basically, they're instant grapple. I mean, passive. there's not much to explain. It just it's always instant grapple now. Yeah, they're... yeah, but that, that means it's super armor, right? No, 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 no. No, so it's it, not, no, it's still not protected. It's just so fucking fast. It may as well be. That's how yeah. to look at it. Yeah, right. That why? Well, like why? Like what? Why does it always have to be like that now? Like, <laughs> I think that people. I think that they were thinking. Succession is protected and Awakening isn't, and we want to make these two on the same level. So instead of just copying Succession and making it protected, we'll allow Awakening to have like its own like gimmick, you know? Well, so instead not, of making but, it protected, it's going to be fast or whatever. But That's my thought process. They're, they're not on the same level. This Awakening yeah, this, is this, far superior in a lot of aspects. Well, he he means, just, he no, means the grapple specifically. specifically. Yeah, I'm, I mean specifically with the grapple, though. That's what I mean. But I don't, yeah, but I, I would view that as a trade-off. You get a lot more flexibility and movement, and you know, cancels. Listen, man, I didn't make the change. I'm just trying to rationalize it yeah, somehow. Hold okay? on. I also don't yeah. know if that's true because does this not also benefit Succession? No, they don't have quick grapple. I don't think. Do they? Well, it's a pre-awakened. Yeah, it's a pre-awakened passive, so I, I don't know so why. Yeah, they it would actually benefit. So they now actually. have super armor. I mean, their 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 trade-off is that their cooldown is longer on their grab. That's yeah. the that's the only difference, I believe. They have a what is Pretty it? Much, is like, it thirteen like seconds on suck or something? Longer, five seconds or something? Yeah, it's a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. and it's super armor throughout the entire thing, even if they miss versus warriors, which isn't. Um. So, is Warrior in a state where you feel like it shouldn't be uh, buffed, Nancy, or is that what where this rage think, is coming from? <laughs> I think a lot of people probably feel very similarly to that. It's not even just my own bias. I, I mean, look at Slashing the Dead. Like, the, the, the joke going around right now is you're just literally slashing the dead because by the time you're through the full animation, you're, you're hitting their corpse. <laughs> so, like, 
like Zethian even uh, mentioned on his stream when I was asking him about it the other day that you know it's it, they buffed slashing damage and they also buffed the the BSR version as well and didn't consider the the damage increase that that would be so it was like double dipping into the BSR essentially right and so it's just it's insane damage output right now. I have noticed um, since those PvP ratio changes where I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna get out of this warrior combo, and then I see the BSR solar flip or the BSR slashing. I'm like, never mind, I'm done. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, and not even just that. Like, um, it's also uh, the um, the amount of mobility that warrior has in awakening. It's just insane. Like, and then on top of that, they're going to make it so much easier for them to like quickly engage and basically like go from being in shorts, uh, sword shield stance, doing charging thrusts, and then shield chase or uh, uh, not shield chase, but um, oh head, yeah, shield head chase, chase. Head, head chase, shield chase into head chase into solar flare grab, which instant grab. Uh, you know, like that's going to be an incredible amount of distance closing really quickly. And you know how glitchy warriors can be if they they max out their FPS right now. So it's just like almost teleporting, basically. So it's it's yeah. just going to be insane to deal with. Um, I just I, I'm just I don't see where the need was for but, those kinds of abilities to be put in there with the damage output. I have a question for you, Reza, but do you want to rebut anything he just said before we get to that? Uh, not particularly, no. Right. I, I Although think... I do find it interesting. You know what's one thing that we've, like, never really touched on before? The whole idea of by bumping up your FPS, you can, like, really increase your skill speed, yeah. but it's really only effective on certain classes. Remember when they tried to change that and lock it at 60 FPS and we couldn't mount our horses? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. Um all right, so here's my question for Spear. Oh, well, by the way, just to your your point actually, I think um Musa Mewa struggle with warrior. There's like a few it's so weird. Warriors so polarizing because it's like half the classes really really struggle against it and then the other half are just fine against it. So it's kind of weird. Um I don't know. That 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 class is very like hit and miss as far as matchups. It's yeah. kind of strange. Like, Musa's and Mewa's are, like, extra frustrated against Warrior. Um, for sure. And understandably, because in all of their downtime, they have super armor. <laughs> so, makes sense. Um, piercing Spear, Absolute Piercing Spear, you can now use it on cooldown. I remember when that got removed, Warriors were pretty upset, so I'm, I'm asking you, Rezlar, since you played the class, what is it about this change that is meaningful when the skill doesn't CC and does reduce damage when it's on cooldown? Why do why do people want to spam this? Well, I think why people wanted to spam it before was because it was actually insane damage, like even off cooldown. Mm. Like so, there were actually warriors in castles, like defending, that were just like chunking spears and like actually getting kills with it. I don't, bastards. I don't know if it still does the same amount of damage as it did. Uh, I don't know. I really, right. I'm really not sure because I never, I didn't play a warrior like post, uh, like the whole spam thing. I didn't play right. during that warrior during that time, so 
I can't say for sure. I just know that a lot of warriors said that uh, the damage was really insane, and that when you were like defending a castle, or even like not even in a castle, like in a node war, like if you're at that weird point where the witches and wizards are just like casting shit at each other from like five miles away, instead of just hiding behind a rock with your guard up waiting for something to happen, like you can actually do something now. Right. So I don't know. And then uh, head chase from pre awakening. Which I assume is going to pull you into Awakening. Yeah, that's kind guess. of insane. That's kind of cool. That's a interesting. That's going to add, dude. Every single like, every single like high level PvPer, like especially the montagers, like the Spheros and the Hands and like all those guys, they're looking at that change and going like, "Oh, dude, I got some shit that I'm gonna do with that." <laughs> yeah. Let me uh, let me read back what hands said to me after i showed him the changes lol what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) that's it that's it he's even baffled by these changes i think um yeah i don't know i'm like indifferent on it i don't i don't i mean they're cool i i'm always for like i'd rather classes be buffed than nerfed so um warrior is not quite like wizard level of busted so Let's make it no, that way. They're you know I mean? <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're 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 not. But I don't know. It's just I thought Warrior was actually in a pretty good state, minus the slashing damage being a little overtuned. So I was just I'm not not particularly excited about the right. these extra, you know, more mobility options. Like, cause I mean, head chase out of uh, pre weekend is by basically definition increasing their mobility options so so with, the, with this solar flare change that um to their bsr is it just one additional hit is that what i'm seeing it used to be nine hits and now it's 10 kind of um, or is the damage distributed differently i, I don't know let me see uh, well, it's gonna affect their 100 percent, right yeah well, that's the only yeah. thing that's affecting, I think. That's the only thing that's changed. The Black Sphere version, so... I, I don't know. I, I, looking at this little chart, it looks like it's just getting one extra hit. So, someone said you can use the Spears. Noisy Mix said you can use the Spears to check if people have PA. <laughs> True. Wait, what? <laughs> well, because you could just hit people with uh, the Spear and see their buff bar. I oh. guess. It's kind of funny. Alright, Sorceress. Um, Sorceress Max Shards is now up to 4, aka 40. Um, they have Shards of Darkness 4 has been added, so now they can keep a grand total of 40 shards. Uh, Crow Food 2 has been added. Learning Crow Food 2 allows you to use Storming Crow by consuming shards when you have no stamina. Um, Cooldown of Imminent Doom, which is the instant cast of Dream of Doom, has changed from 30 seconds to 24. The cooldown of Bloody Calamity changed from 40 to 30 seconds. That's the blood on the ground that gives them a little bit of HP back, does some damage. Um, added a float upon successful hits to Absolute Crow Flare. Mind you, that is does not have a cooldown, that float, although it is like really, really melee float. But yeah. And then Absolute Darkness has been improved so that um, you can use it by registering it from skill slot. Um, and it can be used in the skill slot even with the scythe. So Absolute Darkness is the little underhand like ball that they throw to get their crit buff. They can now use that from their scythe for combos. And then yeah. Awakening changed the shitload. 
Um, they get more fragments back for using Soul Harvest. Um, when using Shadow Leap, they now every time they use Shadow Leap, they get their AP buff that they usually get from Q. So it consumes 10 shards and just keeps refreshing the buff, basically. Uh, Nightmare, the skill where they go invisible, now has super armor while going into it, but is not protected when coming out. Um, they added an all evasion debuff to the last hit of turnback slash and black spirit turnback slash. And then the PvE and PvP damage of Blades of Darkness summoning hit has been increased by 30%. And the flow for Cry of Darkness, the explosion hit, uh, has one additional hit. And then on top of that, like the pet damage of every class has been changed. So the flow cry of darkness used to be a 15 base AP is now 100. So the blades like legit do damage now. <laughs> uh, and then succession, they reverted the crow flare change. So it now does recover stamina when they use it, but it no longer generates shards. Um, when you cast a skill. And it looks like it no longer generates shards even if you hit somebody with the skill. Uh, uh, so, overall thoughts on this? Mouthful. I know you're you're not super thrilled about this one either, Nayashi. Care to explain why? I mean, it's not as big a deal as Warrior, in my opinion. But yeah, there's some significant changes in here. I... I can't make heads or tails of some of them, to be perfectly honest. Um, like, I know the shards are going to be pretty impactful for them to, you know, stay alive and do uh, a number of different things, but it's hard to say until I actually fight yeah. someone that actually knows what they're doing with it. So, uh, I mean, so I honestly, I honestly can't really give too much of an opinion on it until I actually fight it. After the PvP changes recently, Sork's biggest complaint was their damage. So I like the evasion debuff added to turn back, and I like the additional damage on their pet damage and the and the changes to Blades of Darkness. I don't fully understand the rest of Oh, I do like the quality of life change too, where they now can keep their buff up when shadow leaping, and I like the um being able to use their absolute darkness from Scythe, like those all make sense. But some of the other stuff, I don't fully understand the super armor added to Nightmare because even though in the middle of a fight it was still hard to use, it's not like Sorks were having trouble staying elusive. Um, so I don't understand that change. I don't fully understand why you'd add floating to Crow Flare instead of like damage to Crow Flare. Like that skill just kind of needed damage in pre-awakening. Didn't really need a float. Um, so. And the cooldown reductions are, are kind of interesting. So for me, I guess it's just like the survivability changes are weird to me for Awakening specifically. I, But the damage changes make sense and the cooldown reductions make sense. And then for Succession, I think the Crow Flare change is good. I don't know how bad it's going to be that it doesn't generate shards anymore. But um, that stamina recovery when they use the Frontal Guard will be nice. So they don't feel like they have to walk around all the time. So I, I'm kind of like indifferent on this. Because like most sorks were literally just complaining about their damage. Most awakening sources. <clears throat> awake sorks were complaining about their damage. Suck sorks were complaining that they run out of stamina too quickly and can't recover it. And they fixed the succession part potentially. But the awakening one just seems like. I, I don't know. Kind of kind of odd. but Was was awakening sork really lacking in damage though? A after the PvP changes. Yes, 
I mean, there are some matchups where it wasn't like that bad, but um, like compared to other classes, um, it, it wasn't it wasn't great because there were bams. Again, in most matchups, there were bams got nerfed in the PvP changes, so Shadow Ignition engulfing Shadow do less damage overall. Um, so the, and then they buffed like Dead Hunt, but Dead Hunt's like a really slow. I don't know, like it it, it was kind of weird. There's some matchups where it's okay and some where it wasn't. So they kind of buffed damage with these and gave them the evasion debuff, and maybe it'll be enough and it'll be fine. But I, I just don't understand, like, Super Armor and Nightmare, it, it's really cool. Like, if you main Sork, that's an awesome change. Because you get caught out. Every Sork knows, like, you get caught out of using that. Um, but it's just, like, God it's just not necessary. Caught, it's just not super necessary. <laughs> uh at least not to me. I, I think any sort, every sort is happy they got it, but I'm pretty sure if you asked every sort and they had to be honest, they'd say that they don't really need it. It's not something that they were like, man, if Nightmare just had super armor, that's why we don't do well in 1v1 and 1v2 and 1v3. You know? I don't know. Yeah. Um, the imminent dune change is cool. Bloody Calamity never made any sense to me that it had a 40 second cooldown. Even 30 seconds still feels kind of long, but whatever. Um, and then the shard stuff is all like, I don't know, just kind of um, quality of life. The max 40 shards is interesting. I, I was asked, like, so Dark Trade only recovers 30, which I think probably will just stay that way instead of refilling the whole bar. It just recovers some. And then will Shard will shard Explosion have a fourth hit? Because right now it's like um, it does whatever percent times one per shard so technically three shards before and now you can have up to four shards but it still only does damage up to three so i wonder if they'll change that and make their uh shard explosion do more damage in the future anyway <clears throat> moving on sork changes are i mean the changes are good if you're a sork you're super hype about those changes I saw a clip. I, I don't know how realistic it is because global labs but i watched a clip let me see if i could um uh, she linked it in uh, chat. Oh, the the Messilus one? Yeah. With the oh, disc. Oh, damage. yeah, yeah. So this is Messilus testing out the blade damage changes. Three. I don't know either of the player's gear in this, but. <laughs> oh. I was just saying, it looked like all. he did three. <laughs> it looked like he finished him off with just his little. Um, yeah, it just stinger. And that forward. was it. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know how realistic that is on live. I have no idea what his gear, or the other person's gear is. But <clears throat> also, it's not it's super common to just have three discs out in a fight. To be honest, um, yeah, I don't know. Kind of weird. Uh, all right, moving on. Ranger, um, Call of the Earth's all accuracy rate duration has increased um, to twenty seconds. I believe before it was ten. That's the where they plant the little tree in the ground on a ranger. That's actually a really cool change. The 10 second thing was it, it was funny because like you see a ranger cast at the beginning of the fight but because it's not really safe and it doesn't last that long like they almost never really cast it again in like 1v1s but now I, I feel like it's actually worth casting since it lasts for so long so if you can like gap close and get it back down again and keep that buff up because it's uh, it's just such a huge quality of life change. It's so good. Um, ES has changed the evasive explosive shot, which is their iframe. So the initial iframe that they get, not the second one that doesn't have a cooldown, but the initial one changed from 12 seconds to 9 seconds. Um, let's see. 
uh, I don't know, this is like a key change, I don't know, Forward Guard has been added to the starting motion of Razorwind, and Absolute Razorwind, and Prime Razorwind. Uh, when using Blasting Gust 1 through 3 or Prime Blasting Gust, there's Super Armor added in the rotation motion, so where you do the little, like, kind of circle before the shot. Has Super Armor, but not on the actual shot. Um, descending. I think that's fine. <clears throat> yeah, that's cool. Um, Riding of the Wind, which is a it's space bar and a directional key. Um, now has a four second cooldown and super armor has been added to it. So it's, it's almost like call from sky. It's just like a little cartwheel thing, kind of a little bit smoother in motion and faster. So that's nice protected movement. I believe they'll be able to use that in both awakening and succession. I don't see why you wouldn't be able to, there's no like prime version of it or reason why it shouldn't work. Um, and then awakening wailing wind. this, this change to me is like the most hype because Way back in the day, before the CC changes, Wailing Wind, which is their Q skill in Awakening that shoots out blades directly in front of them, used to have Frontal Guard, and that was like you would you would use that constantly to to block like rain shots or to buy time or whatever. And it has a knockback, which is like kind of a shit CC to begin with, but um, they removed yeah. the knockback and gave it Forward Guard again, which I I think is actually a really really good change. Honestly, I, I just I hate knockbacks in general. Like, I I don't think it's a very good CC. I mean, you can make it work, but yeah, it's just awful when it happens. All knockbacks should be uh, transformed into vacuums. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, God. The sprint buff of Guardian has been changed to apply even in longbow and non-combat situations. Uh, and in succession, improved to not consume stamina when sprinting in non-combat stance while using prime feathers of the spirits. The speed of prime regeneration has been increased. I asked uh, a ranger about that. Apparently, regeneration in succession was slower than the normal awakening one. Now they're supposed to be the same speed. Really? Um, so that's kind of nice. And then after using prime regeneration, nature's tremble and the linkage of extreme ultimate charging wind has been increased. Uh, overall, the ranger changes I think are fucking hype. Like, actually, really, really good changes. Yeah, so, that sounds pretty good. I just asked Mina. I said, Mina, what what do you think of the ranger changes on Global Lab? And he said he hasn't tried them, but that they look really good. And mm-hmm. I said, is it enough for you to roll a ranger when it hit live? And he said, with the witch changes? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Multimeter's asking in chat why why would you use a Q block instead of just pressing S? I mean, it, anyone who has both an S or a Q block knows like when you press S you're like giving up ground, right? Like you can you can move forward and hold your position with Q um a lot of the time. I mean, there's just like anytime you have to S block, you're like giving up distance. So any any skills or stamina that you've used to like gap close or or like close the distance between you and someone else if you have to now undo that by s blocking kind of feels shitty um yes and also some of your you, skills you're trying to gauge the distance and you can you know, in between cooldowns. you can also yeah. a- after you use q you can c swap into call the wind like instantly and so it goes from frontal guard to frontal guard to super armor which is really nice uh well i never q block on kuno yeah because it drains your stamina for some reason um yeah so i I think the ranger things are cool and yeah that that's that's true if you're a if you're a witch dude the suck witch and awaken witch changes are kind of nutty uh moving on to berserker also side note i'm 
I'm getting skill points on my ranger. I'm gonna try it out with Tet weapons. <laughs> I know my AP would be low with Tet weapons, only like 293 or something, but I think it'll be really cool. All right, Berserker. I like I like Minaria's explanation better. When a ranger is standing on a ledge shooting arrows, you can't S block. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. Although I don't know if you can C swap safely either, because C swap kind of moves you a little bit. I think but, that's fair though. If you're on a ledge, you shouldn't you shouldn't be able to block. We can, already can't reach your dumbass. Yeah. Unless um, we have oh, our our, our that, spear our spear spamming warriors. That's the other thing they changed on Wailing Wind. I completely forgot. And I they've done they did this with like three or four classes in this patch. You can now hot bar Wailing Wind and use it from quick slot from pre awakening, and it'll auto swap you to awakening and use the skill, which is really fucking cool. Like similar to head chase, um, ninja ninja got one like that as well that we'll talk about later. But that that's also a good change. So the quick slot, quick swap stuff. I feel like the newer classes have a lot smoother transitions from awakening to pre awakening. So, I mean, I'm pretty maybe I'm crazy, Res, but is there prior to this patch is there a way to go to awakening on warrior with a skill, or do you have to C swap? Um, I'm, good I'm pretty sure you have to see swap. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but no. Well, I feel like there was a way, but I just can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, I feel I like there was one though. Can't remember if there's any warriors know. in Probably chat. Not. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think there is. And Ninja was the same way. I actually had no way to go to Awakening from pre Awakening, and now both those classes do. Like with the head chase from Hot Bar, it's kind of nice. You don't have to use forward guard if you don't want. Because there are times where... I mean, forward guard is nice, but there are times where forward guard oh, puts you in a sticky smash? situation. Ground no, smash ground smash takes skill. you from awakening to pre-awakening. Yeah. We're oh, talking about mean, from pre-awakening oh, about... to awakening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but there used yeah. to be a design um, about that. Like, some classes had um, skills that would take them from awakening to pre-awakening, and some had that did the reverse. Um Right. Examples of that was like Mewa could do um, some skills like Raban skills or even like just Red Moon while in Awakening would transition them over to pre-Awakening. But um, then they then they later added that Sleet Step could be used from pre-Awakening to get them right. into Awakening. So, I, I feel yeah, like it's just like a it's just like a inconvenience for no reason. But mo most new classes have ways to go back and forth. So it's like if you play, like, let's say, I don't know, if you started the game later on, and the classes you're, like, familiar with are, like, Dark Knight, or Mystic, or Striker, or Lawn, like, it, it's kind of jarring to go try Ninja and Warrior out, and you can't go to Awakening unless you see Swap. It's actually a, kind of a weird thing. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, Reslar, your Zerker got some changes. I'm going to read through them real quick, and then you, you tell us what you like, don't like what's good, what's bad, and what's missing. Um, main weapon, the cooldown of Fearsome Tyrant, um, all the way up to Absolute Fearsome Tyrant, has changed as follows. So basically the 1 minute 45 second cooldown has been reduced to a 45 second cooldown. When acquiring Shake Off 3 and 4 has been improved so that you cannot, uh, you can connect Shake Off while using Fearsome Tyrant. Um, the key to activate Fearsome Tyrant on horseback has changed. Knockback of Raging Thunder 1, 2, and 3 um, and Absolute has been changed to apply only to monsters. 
super armor has been applied to raging thunder and absolute and all that um and then the pvp damage was reduced by 11 percent super armor has been applied to feral rage um improve the phenomenon of not landing when hit in the air while using Predatory Hunt, Giant Leap, and Black Spirit Giant Leap. Super Armor of Shakeoff has been changed to Invincibility. Um, Frenzy Destroyer, um, when in use, you can use S plus LMB RMB has been improved so that additional damage of Frenzy Destroyer is activated continuously. While using Eye of the Beast, the skill has been improved so that it rotates in the direction of the camera. So you can don't have to mouse through that. Improve the phenomenon that the character's movement was slow when hit while using Lava Piercer. And fix the bug that Shape of the Beast was cancelled when using Wrath of the Beast. And then in Awakening, you can now use Flow Earth Dividing from the hotbar. And Flow Ancient Waves cooldown has been changed from 30 seconds to 20 seconds. And then for Succession, they also changed the Fierce and Tyrant cooldown to 45 seconds. Ancient Waves cooldown to 20 seconds. And then... Um, they did the same thing with the activating Fierce and Tyrant and Horseback, Shake Off, um, all, basically all the same shit. Yeah, all of the same stuff. And BC Wind Slash, now you can move with your camera. So, Rezar, these changes, what do you like, what do you not like, what's missing? Uh, it's all good, honestly. Uh, <laughs> these are really good changes. This is why before the podcast I was talking about, there, that I'm almost certain there's a fucking intern at Pearl Abyss that watch, like watches the podcast and then they like take the shit that we say and they take it to the dev team cuz like those are like the only change that I've been complaining about on this show since its inception uh that isn't on there is made the iframe of giant leap cover the entire animation that's literally the only change that's like that like isn't on there that I've been fucking complaining about everything else is there the fucking hit stutter on Lava Piercer, the hit stutter on uh, Predatory Hunt, Ancient Wave cooldown got reduced because for some reason they think it's a 30 second, so finally it's getting a fucking cooldown reduction. Uh, Earth, the Earth Dividing change is nice. I don't know if anybody asked for that, but uh, it's nice at least. Uh, it'll be interesting to see like how people use it, I suppose. Um, the Fearsome uh, Tyrant cooldown reduction is nice. That's the uh, ulti. That's the unprotected heal and then the 100% uh, pre-awakened ulti. So that's a nice cooldown change. Overall, just really, really nice changes, in all honesty. So, uh, really happy about it. If they actually manage to fix the hit stutter, because somebody told me in my stream the other day that apparently Lava Piercer is still being hit stuttered, that it's, it's not actually fixed on Global Labs. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, that's just what I've been told. So now it has me worried that they're going to not be able to fucking fix it. But if they do manage to fix the hit stutter on Lava Piercer and Predatory Hunt, I'm actually very likely going to be going back to Zerker. Because that'll be some really nice changes that help it not just be a three-minute class. Uh, not to mention the cooldown reduction on Ancient Wave as well will help it be not a three-minute class. Yeah. Um... The what about this raging thunder change? Uh, it getting super armor, losing the knockback, good change overall. Yeah, I feel people may disagree with this, especially if you're an uber geared person. But I feel like it's more of a PVE change than a PV like P change, because like you would spin all the times on mob, but there was always this thing where like 
you're like, please don't knock me down. 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 Because, like, if it knocked you down as soon as you started spinning, it's like, God damn it, motherfucker. Now my clear time is, like, fucked. So, like, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's really nice for the lazy grinders who really like to just spin and don't want to, like, put, like, effort into, like, using other abilities and stuff in PvE. If you're an uber-geared person and you're fighting a non-grab class, then uh, that's a pretty insane PvP buff. Like, Nayashi's really going to be annoyed fighting Choice now, because Choice is just going to keep spinning, so anytime Nayashi walks up to him, he's just going to start taking, like, massive amounts of damage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you think it kind of yeah. needed that the damage reduction that it got in PvP? Yeah, 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 100%. Right. 100% needed the PvP damage reduction. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, I have a feeling if you're, it, like, if you're at, like, Choice's AP, right, the damage reduction, you're probably still going to be shredding people, in all honesty. Yeah, more than likely. So, but, I mean, Choice is, you know, he's, like, what, five and a fucking million or some shit, so, whatever. He has as much AP as I have DP, so no big deal. Um, Feral, Feral Rage, I'm forgetting off the top of my head what Feral Rage does, and what, and how Feral, does Super no, Armor Feral, Feral Rage is the Rabom spin. It's it's ah, just okay. the other spin. Got it, got it. So okay. they, they gave the base spin super armor, and they gave the Rabom spin super armor. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's all that is. And then Iron... Oh, also... Yeah? The, the, uh... The, uh... Fucking Frenzy Destroyer change. I had been complaining. This is what I mean by, like, there has to be someone, like, listening. Because I had just started complaining, like, a couple months back. Like, why the fuck does Succession get to be so goddamn lazy with their Frenzy Destroyer? They can just, they get to just hold down the fucking keys, and it does it automatically for them at maximum efficiency. Whereas when you're an Awakened Zerker, you have to cast it every single time. Which, it's not like it's that big of a deal, but if you're aiming for maximum efficiency, you're not gonna get it like you can on Succession when the game just fucking does it for you. So it's like that, oh, dude, such a nice change. It's like, thank you, fuck. Like, it made no sense to have that be different. Right. And how are you feeling about Ancient Waves cooldown reduction? I mean, like I said, it'll help it be not a three-minute class, right? I mean, that's yeah. really all it comes down to. They can they can do more, you know, in between those fucking those Q buffs or those ultis now. So I'm really liking the changes, honestly. Also, the turning the camera on Wrath of the Beast. I don't know if it's going to be like better or worse than just mouse moving it, but I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. Yeah, because like for like gore roll, for instance, like I know gore roll turns with your camera as well, but there's it's kind of like turns at like certain points or something. I think doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't, it's kind of like, slow. Yeah, it I mean, doesn't it's like weird. turn on a dime, you know. There, there are some skills that move quickly. Like when you're charging up Wave Orb on Mystic in Awakening, it it moves you like instantly. But some skills are like slow. Yeah. It's weird. Like skills with projectiles, I feel like always, or something that goes outward seems to be slower. I don't know. Yeah, like all of Archer's skills where he like turns or whatever as well. It's like you just you can literally just like spin in circles by just like spinning your camera around. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'm really excited, though. Hopefully, these changes uh, actually happen and they make it to live or whatever. Uh, yeah. 
I I bought an outfit on my Zerker, so uh, I'm ready to reroll back. <laughs> He's committed. Um, uh, dude, I I needed that uh that bear chest for my Zerker, dude. The new uh the new Termian outfit. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh shit, dude, that would look so good on my Zerker. And guess what? It does. I look amazing. <laughs> I look amazing. The one where you're just wearing a skirt. Yes, sir. Oh my god. Yeah, Rage and Angel got that outfit and is like in love with it. I'm like, dude, you look like such a fool. It's so dude, dumb looking. It is the best outfit, and you can shut your mouth. Someone clipped Reslar being positive. Um, all right, so <laughs> I'm gonna get to the tamer. Res, your, your mic's doing that popping thing. Probably gotta check the cable or whatever. I'm gonna start reading the tamer changes. I presume you don't know anything about tamer. <laughs> so you have me, a no. So go ahead. Um, okay. Tamer, hailing is jointly added to explain the effects on hailing command on command attack. I don't know, whatever. So uh, one thing with the with the tamer, it also got its pet damage increased. So in succession, its pet AP is 100. In pre-awakening, the last level 11 of hailing is 95 base AP. So any of the abilities where the hailing doesn't attack afterwards, for example, all-around spinner, will now do a little bit more damage. Um, I don't know how much in the grand scheme, but um, it's something. It added a little bit of damage. I, I know tamers have been hurting for damage after the PvP changes. A lot of tamers' damage um, matchups, their damage is kind of shit, so our hearts go out to them. <laughs> um, our hearts go out to them. <laughs> main weapon, Jolt Stab, has accelerated. The, I have not seen that change, but um, Jolt is the second hit of Bolt Jolt. It's the second ability they do. I guess it's a little bit faster now. Um, they fix some cooldown thing. Uh, hailing when you have level eleven uh, hailing and you you use command attack, it now stiffens upon successful hit, which is kind of cool. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the command attack um, does the the pet like runs at you and does that slide. So that slide now is a is a stiffen. Oh, jolt stab is the rebam. Got it. Got it. Oh, you're right. You're right. Jolt stab is the rebam. Oh. That's fucking awesome, because that skill is so goddamn slow. That's actually going to be nice. Holy shit. I wonder how fast that actually is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Jolt Stab is the... That, that'll be good, dude. That skill is, like, ridiculously slow. But it's it's really powerful for combos, but it's, like, so slow. Um, anyway, so they, they can now stiffen when using the range thing. Um, improves attack capability when rotating the camera with upward claw. I don't know. How that, what that affects. Flow Intimidation has been changed to be available by registering it in the cooldown slot, and a down smash has been added. Um, you can now also use Flow Intimidation from the cooldown slot in the short sword state, which I think is really fucking cool, and will be a nice way. I think like the standard way of switching to Awakening is either with Moonlight or Echo Pierce in combos, so it'll be really, really nice to be able to use Flow Intimidation because it's a f really, really fast skill. And the down smash is kind of nice. Probably will never proc unless it hits a million times. So, um, PvP damage of Beast Rampage. Hit damage has been increased by 15%. Hello, um, can you hear me? Yep, can you hear me. Yep. Okay, let me know if it uh, keeps happening or whatever. Okay, so far so good. Um, PvP, yeah, so the PvP damage on Beast Rampage, kind of nice. Again, their damage has been lacking since the changes, so that, that will help a little bit. Um... The using the different commands to control the pet now has faster link uh, between other skills. Attack speed of Black Turtle in Legendary Beast Dance has been increased, and then in succession, 
fixed a bug where down attack wasn't affecting whiplash, the extra hit of whiplash, which is like, <laughs> that's that's shitty. Uh, and then they also have the stiffness on attack and improve the upward claw. So the, the tamer changes are all really good. I don't know if they're going to be happy enough with them because they're damage overall, but um, it's a start. It's something. Um, Damn, I, I, am, I missed the tamer changes. Feels bad. Well, I'm curious on. <laughs> I'm actually curious how in, in a legit, <laughs> in a legit awaken combo, how different it is, just because the AP change on on hailing, because all of that damage throughout, maybe on one skill, it's not super noticeable, but over the course of an entire combo, it it might be. Um, at, at least that's how I feel about it. I mean, I don't know. The, it, it looks to have made a significant difference because 75 AP base increase is, is pretty high. So we'll see. Uh, Valkyrie. Valkyrie's fucking crazy. All right, so Valkyrie's main weapon cooldown of Divine Power has been reduced from 40 to 25 seconds. Uh, Sword of Judgment um, has been changed to activate Ultimate Sword of Judgment at the same time as the third hit. Um, Awakening... Uh, when using Deathline Chase during cooldown, linking with Propness, the damage and crowd control have been corrected to be applied normally. I don't know. I don't know exactly what that means. Um, maybe a, a a Valkyrie can explain that. Um, among the descriptions, blah, blah blah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, this also I don't know what it means. Uh, Black Spirit Sanctitus the Anslar's pre-attack speed has been increased, so their ult now is way faster. Like legit, might be cut completely in half. Uh, I was watching, I was watching a clip, and this is how I had to time it, Reslar, for reference, just from like back in the old hex day. I mean, you don't see Valk alts that much these days, but back in the days, like we'd see it and we'd be like, Valk's alting. Somebody grab that Valk. Like you could actually make that shot call, and if people reacted in time, they could dash over and grab the Valk. Now, by the time you finish the end of the sentence, they're they're in the air on the teleport. So that that's a thing. <laughs> they're all is way faster now um terra sanctus bound has been changed to apply to monsters only and a super armor uh is now added to the ability so terra sancta the skill that they've been asking to have super armor since the day the cc changes happened now has super armor congratulations valkyries you have some protected damage look at that um, the pushes targets on good hits, PV only effect of Sanctus, Dianstar, Promptness, and Terra Sancta has been removed. Can this please happen to Kuno so I can grind at Bloody Monastery? <laughs> God damn it, dude. Um, succession. After using Succession Shield Chase 1 through uh, 3 uh, to the left, right, or rear, Righteous Charge has been changed to enable smooth linkage. That's kind of cool. Uh, if it's like an instant cast, it's kind of cool. And Prime Divine Power 1 through 4 critical hit rate has been changed to apply only to monsters. Uh, yeah. So, overall, Valk Awakening changes, I think, are, are pretty good. Um, coupled with the changes they got last time, I actually think that they're, like, kind of in a in a decent state with the protected shield chase and all that. So, we'll see. Their damage is really high, so they didn't really get damage changes. They just got a little bit more protection and smoother linkage between shit, and they're all as faster. So, they're going to be scary. Are you afraid of the faster alt, Reslar? Or you think we good? Uh, I don't think there's any Valks left to take advantage of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, there are. You're crazy, dude. Have you not seen the guild guillotine? 
run by Kyrie Hartz. It's literally all Valks. Is it really? Dude, they legit. I have GVG'd with them at at um. I've GVG'd with them at uh. Oh, hold on one sec. Let me let me copy paste this for them. I've GVG'd with them at Stars End on Arsha, and legit, you're fighting nine or ten Valks at a time, and it's awful. It's an awful, awful... Dude, when they're throwing out shield throw from every which direction with the AoE size of that shit and it just stuns on every single hit, it's, it's fucking awful to fight. It's terrible. So, uh, maybe now they'll all switch to Awakening and I don't have to deal with the shield throw AoE size. <laughs> Alright, Musa. Uh, Musa, main weapon, they added a stun 50% crit to the Black Spirit Dragon Bite. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and assume that that's useless. Awakening, projection, and flow <laughs> extra credits. You would assume right. Yeah, yeah. Projection and flow extra credits. Summon hit damage has been increased by 30% in PvE and PvP, and the effects of crosscut while Musa's soul buff is active has been changed as follows. It now has super armor when you use it when it's off of cooldown. And then Succession uh, has been improved to apply Serene Mine immediately upon successful hits. I think that's similar to like the Grave Digging thing. Um, yeah, so according to Kyrene, there was some fucking delays or something like that in between using back-to-back -back blue skills. Right. As they, as um, they call it. So again, the pet damage has been changed. So... Uh, this is a this might be a today I learned for some mooses or some non mooses. Projection is a pet, similar to like Delighted Blast or the disc from Sork. So the base AP has changed on uh, projection from let me find it uh, fifteen to a hundred, and from flow extra credit from one to a hundred. So both of those skills now have a higher base AP and separately have a thirty percent damage increase in both PVE and PVP. Um, I mean, in I think it'll help a little bit. They're one of the main complaints is their damage and combos. I think that this people stop Musa stopped using projection. I don't know. I want to say like a year ago. Once once people started actually getting pen armors, Musa stopped using projection. Um, maybe now they'll actually use it in their combo. Um, if if the damage is significant, so it it could help with their combo damage. We'll we'll see. Again, I, I don't know. It's really hard to gauge what the pet damage difference is going to be until it actually hits live. Um, I tested it on, just for sake of example, on Kuno. Uh, on 1 AP, like a, on, on my current AP, I used Assassin's Trail, which is like the damage ratio is whatever. It's like 1,500% times 4. And um, the AP went from 1 to 100. And Assassin's Trail damage went from doing literally like 5 to 10 hit points of damage to doing 250 to 300. And that skill's not that good. So on Moose Awakening, like projection still does do a tiny bit of damage. Um, so I have a feeling it's going to do more. Plus it got an additional 30% buff. So it, it should actually hit relatively hard. It, it'll be noticeable. I just don't know how noticeable. And then the Serene Mind thing, yeah, if it quality of life thing um flow extra credits i'm not 100 percent sure what that skill does you want to enlighten me uh that's the, the flow to projection what is it what does it look like is it just the it's, extra it's just projection, projection it's, again. it's when they do the the two slashes and it travels outward okay okay yeah so we'll see hopefully that actually does damage now and uh maywa's or musas will continue to cry though forever it won't matter uh maywa 
Maywa weapon, main weapon, stiffness from backstep slash has been changed to apply only to mobs and it now has forward guard. Uh, Awakening knockdown from flow moonlight dash has been changed to apply only to monsters and super armor has been added. That one's super funny to me because they just added the knockdown like two months ago. Uh, <laughs> fix the bug that the attack range was applied to a small amount during the cooldown of frost pillars and stun from moonrise first hit has been changed to apply only to monsters and super armor has been added to the first hit. And then in succession, after using Prime Stigma, linked to specific skill has been changed to trigger quickly. The required stamina of Whirl and Cut has been changed from 100 to 70 per attack. And Blind Thrust CC has been unified with Stiffness upon successful hit. So uh, you want to go over these changes, what you like, don't like? Can, and... can, I, can I just say, like, I don't know what this company is doing thinking that they should buff Maywaz. Like, that class oh is God. so insane as it is. <laughs> I mean, it's literally one-shotting oh, everybody with Blooming, but it's fine. They could use some buffs. <laughs> yeah, definitely not <laughs> one-shotting right. anybody with Blooming nowadays. So, of these of the obvious changes where you, you got Forward Guard at the end of Backstep Slash, you got Super Armor and Flow Moonlight Dash, and you have Super Armor on the first hit of Moonrise. Um, how, how do you like those changes, and how do they affect the class? Just those ones specifically first. Those ones specifically first. All right, so the backstep slash forward guard is actually a really good change. Um, we didn't really use the stiffness for PvP very often. It's kind of like a very, 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 very situational um, stiff, basically, if we had no other stiff available, but most likely people weren't really using it for that. Um, the main thing with backstep slash is the 50% movement slow debuff it provides. And being able to apply this safely with a frontal guard, well, more safely, because obviously frontal guard is still vulnerable to some extent, um, will be really nice. And on top of that, this helps counter some other skills, like say a warrior gravedigger. We can apply our movement our movement slow because that's super armor for them, but ours is frontal guard, so we block their debuff. So that's kind of the idea. And like for example, fighting a suck muso because. Succession Musa, their their black their backstep slash is actually super armor. Um, they have some extra features with it, which are really nice, like the no the no collision, so they can use it to kind of like pass through people and then catch them in the back. So, but um, with this, if we were to hypothetically do backstep slash to each other, we would apply our debuff. They wouldn't apply it theirs. They would just do damage to our guard, and that would be it. So we would have the theoretical advantage in that particular situation. Now, mind you, it's all about how you land it, but it's safer, so it's good. Um, it'll actually change some matchups. That's one change right there. Could actually change some of the matchups dramatically. Hard to say. Probably not, but it could actually help out with some matchups. Being able to do backstep slash safely against a ranger up close or an archer. The biggest problem we have, if there's a problem with those classes, which typically there isn't, but to make the fight simpler is slow them down, apply movement slow debuffs. They can't outmaneuver us, and we can just easily catch them. Um, so that's the idea there with that. So that's a really good change for some matchups. Um, the Moonlight Dash, uh, taking away the knockdown for PvP and then giving it super armor instead. Honestly, this was some requested a long time ago. Um, they did it for Petal Bloom, and then they decided to give, like you said, a couple months back, um, Moonlight Dash knockdown, but leave it unprotected, which was fair. It was fine. 
Um, and it was it's a quicker animation than say uh, Petal Bloom, so it was you know acceptable to do it that way. And a lot of uh, more skilled players might find that more useful as a knockdown. Um, but uh, I think for the mass majority of the player base, having more super armors will benefit them more, not necessarily the more skilled players. Um, it won't necessarily benefit them having this as a super armor, but... Is this going to enable damage trading in any capacity? Yeah, a little bit, yeah, but not really at the same time, because Moonlight Dash doesn't really have a lot of damage attached to it. Like, So what it does is it takes the, the five hits that it does, and it bases it on the five hits that Petal Bloom does. The difference is it doesn't have the 100% crit rate, so you're relying on crit buffs to keep it relatively close to the same damage as Petal Bloom. So it can do a lot of damage, but more than likely it's not going to. Um, yeah. So it's kind of meh. It, it's, I look at it as they, they basically looked at large scale to, to give us more options to do damage in large scale safely rather than being CC'd from chaotic AoEs in large scale, you know, like this random witch wizard CCs and shit like that. Um, that's what I'm kind of seeing that they probably did this for. Maybe for the 1v1 matchups, uh, too, where damage trading might be more beneficial. But, um... Yeah. It's kind of... It's kind of me- it's in the middle ground. Like, good, bad, depends on who you are and your playstyle preference. Um, and then the, the Moonlight... Or the Moonrise first hit being changed to Super Armor and the Sun being removed for, from PvP. That doesn't really make a difference to anything, honestly. It's kind of a dumb change. Like... The the stab animation is so quick, it's not going to make or break anything. It's not going to save you from a CC probably. Um, is there a CC on the it? is there a CC on the second hit or because th- it says first hit on Moonrise? So how Moonrise works is there's three hits to it, three parts of the animation. The first part is the stab. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a quick stab, and then the second hit is where it starts flipping. You just start doing the flips, and then the third hit is actually when you float your target. Um, so that's the ending flips. So that's how the, the breakdown of the skill works. You can actually do the stab only, the first hit, and then cancel the rest of Moonrise to go straight into um, Cloud Stab, for example, which is the flow. So if they were to add Frontal Guard to Cloud Stab, that would actually be a really good change um, with See, the Super Armor. Yeah, it's always, it always more, dude. Always asking for more. <laughs> I'm just saying, hypothetically, if they were to do that, this would be actually a really good change. Yeah, Since right. they didn't do that, this is kind of like a meh, like yeah. why bother have you ever thing. Have you ever read a book called If You Give a Mouse a Cookie? <laughs> no, but if, I can assume. If you give a Mewa a cookie, they're going to whine and complain for milk all day long, dude. All right, so... Hey, I'm not complaining. I'm not <laughs> I'm complaining. I'm saying this doesn't... This this is neither here nor there. Right. Basically. Okay. It doesn't really change anything. Um, <laughs> um. All right. Let's let's go to the awakening thing because I, I know one of the big complaints that May was having awakening is that their their skills uh, use too much stamina, so they they changed one of them, um, and then the other two changes you you got to explain why they happened or what they're for. You mean succession? Yeah, succession. I meant I meant succession. Sorry. Um, so the whirlwind cut change from 100 stamina per attack to 70 per attack is positive, obviously. 
Um, but it's honestly not going to be a huge impact. Most succession Maywas probably aren't really incorporating whirlwind cut that often. It is a good skill to use, especially to bait opponents in that aren't used to seeing it, because it's a linger super armor on the first and second swing. You can continue it all the way to the third swing, but as you can imagine, that's not really cost efficient for what it does because it obviously costs a lot of stamina. In live, it's 300 stamina to do all three swings, and on top of that, uh, stamina regeneration is halted during the the uh, lingers. So you basically hurt yourself doing all three swings unless you're trying to do a combo. Um, so mostly I recommend doing like the first and second swing. So you minimize the stamina impact, but you could potentially bait in an opponent to catch them off guard and catch their back kind of thing. So, I mean, it's, they still haven't really quote unquote touched the main issues with stamina. This is, you know, obviously a positive change, but there's a lot more that needs to be done to fix the problems with succession stamina. All right. This note says, after using Prime Stigma, the link to a specific skill has been changed to trigger quickly, but it does not say what skill. Do you know what this is referring to? Yes. So it's not a spe one specific skill. It's a few different skills. Um, so essentially what this is doing is Stigma Stab had a very elongated animation where you couldn't do very many skills right afterwards. A few skills that you could do uh, were Sticky Snowflake. And then even though this is a little bit longer and not as fast as the Sticky Snowflake, but you could do the uh, Stigma into Whirlwind Cut fairly quickly. Um, it wasn't, I wouldn't really consider it a, an accelerator, but the Sticky Snowflake one is definitely an accelerator after the stab. It doesn't cancel the stab, it just, you go immediately into the skill. Um, the skills that they added to this list is um, Stigma into D-Bite. So you can do D-Bite immediately now after Stigma Stab. Uh, you can do Four Blind Thrust immediately. You could do a Backstep Slash immediately now. And since it has a Frontal Guard, that's kind of nice. Um, and then also Red Moon and Carver. And I think that's it, if I remember off the top of my head. Okay. Um, and then, I think I think Blooming Stride was the same speed. And then uh, they unified. I, I assume this means they lined up the stiffness with the hit of Blind Thrust. Was it like delayed or weird or what's that? Well, change? let me see what the verbiage they had on there has been they unified with stiffness upon. Oh, so they basically that's bad verbiage. They, it was originally a stun with Prime Blind Thrust. Mm -hmm. So the Succession version was a stun. The pre-awakening is a stiff. They changed it to a stiff Got in succession it. as well. And they actually, by doing that, I guess they had a design difference in how the animations were compared to the stun versus the stiff. I thought it was some like weird like bug with it, and they just haven't touched it. But as soon as they changed it to the stiff version for, for succession, its animation for the stab is much smoother, so there's not this like little... like. Uh, the best way to describe it is like a stuck feeling. Whenever you you do the animation to stab, the the stab has like a slight stuck version, like almost like an animation lock or something like that. It it's very slight. It doesn't happen consistently all the time, but it happens often enough to where it can actually create a gap and an opening, especially for a skill that's fast but also is unprotected. So, all right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a positive change right there. Like, some people are not very happy about losing the stun, but 
I mean, I personally did enjoy using the stun, but the smoothness of the animation all makes up for it right there. I can get I can get behind the stiff over the stun if it means smoother animation. So I'm okay right. with that. And uh, lastly, what what is uh, missing from these changes? I mean, I assume with Awakening, now that they actually do have protected damage, that they're just missing the damage part. If they got significant damage increases, would help Awakening a lot. Yeah, I mean, with Awakening, yeah, I I feel like with the current meta, like everyone just does so much damage. I feel like the damage trading potential with Awakening just isn't there yet. Like. From a combo perspective, the damage is really strong, um, especially after all the recent buffs they've been doing to, to Awakening. So I think the damage from combo is fine. I just think we can't, we're, we're just not able to out-trade some classes at all. Like, it's not even in the same world of comparison, like Suck Wizard. I, I think you can argue that you can't even trade with Kuno, right? So, I mean, that's that's universal, I think, for most classes where they're having that issue. But it's like Warrior... They can just slashing me and take away all my HP if I have similar gear. And then you have other classes um, that can do very similar damage. Um, none are coming to mind right this second, but it's the the damage trading options and awakening are just very finite and not very strong in comparison to others. And then um, succession, I'm assuming stamina damage. Or stamina recovery. Stamina damage. Well, We've been taking stamina damage this well, whole time. <laughs> stam stamina cost on your damage dealing abilities. Yes. Um, the damage trading isn't as bad with succession over awakening. Um, I mean, I still can't compete with Suck Wizard, probably, with similar gear. But um, that's, it, that's its own problem. You know, like I can't even throw that in new comparison. But... Um, yeah, stamina is more or less the major issue when it comes to succession. Like, either reduce the costs of the engage tools to allow us to continue combat more, but leave chase stamina costs as is. That way it's fair. We can't just run away forever. Um, but it keeps us in combat so we can maintain, you know, uh, our ability to continue combat for longer <laughs> periods of time. Uh -huh. Or... Or make it so that we remove the stamina costs of our combo follow-up options. Um, so, uh, people are wondering or, or noticing that when when you talk about Mewa, you sound dead inside. Do you feel that that's true? <laughs> dead inside? No, I wouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> disappointed like, that the devs haven't haven't talked about or even like done any changes towards these particular major issues yes and i actually have some insight because i've talked to some of my korean um contacts some of the ones that have actually gone to the fgt which is their uh their focus group mm -hmm. um and i can kind of give some insight on the how that is done um basically from what they told me is it was really limited time that they had for them which is pretty funny since they made such a big deal about it. Um, and then on top of that, they have two devs assigned to each class for balancing. And some classes got one-on-ones, basically, with the devs, as from my understanding of what was told. But a lot of classes were grouped up together um, due to time constraints. So it's like 
I don't know all the details, but basically, like, for example, um, three or four different classes would be in the room together with the the uh, Korean players that they brought in to talk about changes for those specific classes. Um, right. And they would they would hear the players out, but they would outright deny um, allowing some changes to go through. An example of which the one of the Mewa players that went there, he was telling me what he asked for. And one of the changes that they outright said no to was sticky snowflake cooldown being reduced. They outright right. said no to that. It's a 15 second cooldown super armor that applies a movement slow and an attack speed slow. But. Oh, well, you forgot the last important part about it. It also ignores evasion. Oh, it only. That one isn't. Um, oh, you're talking about the, the succession version. That only has thirty percent accuracy, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, fuck you asking for a cooldown reduction on Sticky Snowflake when Shadow Explosion still sixteen seconds has no protection, no CC, all right, and no slow debuff. I don't want to hear it. All right. What's... Here's the thing, though, about the <laughs> FGT. While they only had a little bit of time, there are things in here that are like changes in this list that. A hundred percent. I'm a hundred percent sure would not have come without that FGT. Yeah. Like some but, of these quality of life things that like have been just for whatever reason ignored for so long that all of a sudden yeah. are there. Yeah. Like I, I could I could definitely agree to that because like the the stigma change is a quality of life change and that's that's really good for succession. Um, so yeah, I I definitely think the FGT probably had a role to play with that. It's just it's. It's really interesting when you look at the list and you see the changes for some of these classes and then other classes like Musamewa, not to use them as an example because I'm obviously biased, but um, you know, such a small list with minimum impact, if you know, at all in, in terms of Musa, they had very, very little impact on their changes. But then you see classes like Warrior that are arguably considered a more balanced class. Um I have a question yeah, for you. Have that. On the, since your perspective is from the Blade perspective, do you, do you think that Musa Awakening is in a worse state than Mewa Awakening? Yes. You think? Uh, like overall, I guess it depends class, on how you're overall looking a class, at it. I mean, think, from a scaling perspective, yes. No, just as an overall class in the grand scheme of things, do you think that Musa's Awakening is worse than Mewa Awakening? When fighting against evasion players, yes, against DR, I would say no. Because Mewa has more more tools in its kit to be able to deal with evasion a little bit better. Um, Musa has some better damage trading options, though, when it comes to DR base fights. So it's really from you know how you how you're really looking at it. It's not really a black and white, I guess, yes or no. Okay. I just want to. I'm trying to gauge like which one of the victims thinks they're most victimized. All right, <laughs> we're moving on to uh, ninja. Uh, ninja main main weapon after using ghost step, it's been changed to not be linked to ghost greeting. That was just like a conflict of uh, I guess key commands. I don't know. Um, I think it impacted ninjas more than kunos, but it got fixed on both. I don't know that it's ever happened to me, or I'm just so bad at the game. I've never noticed. Um, Backwards evades applied on good blocks during illusion of restraint has been changed to activate only after hitting is finished. Um, 
this is kind of nice because when you use uh, illusion in like a group fight or even in PVE, you get knocked back so quickly it makes you move backwards. Uh, I don't know. It, it being a little bit slowed down, I think, is actually just like a nice quality of life thing. Um, Awakening. The description of Vengeful Barrier related to the stun has been modified to match the actual effect. Stun on good hits and PvE. Effect nullified during cooldowns. Relevant. Fix an issue where Ninja Evasion could be activated while locked, um, while awakened. This is actually a huge change for Awakening Ninjas. That um, when you use Stance Shift and you try to Ghost Step, if Ghost Step is on cooldown, you would do this little shimmy. Um, that was unprotected. Um, you know, if you have Ninja Evasion locked, you no longer do that little shimmy anymore. Um, that's over with. Um, characters, sh uh, slowing down when hitting Murderous Intent 1, 2, and 3 ha have been alleviated. <clears throat> um, flow execution, flow mock execution have been changed to be available used, uh, via quick slot. Mock explosions flow, now you can actually use from the short sword state. And the CC on it has changed from bound to stiffness on good hits. Um, the speed of seamless uh, first hit has been increased. And after using flow mock explosion, bloodthirst, katana shower, serpent ascension, vacuum slash, um, the link to other skills has been changed to be smoother. Um, so flow mock explosion now is actually kind of nutty. So this is the same thing we were talking about with warrior having head chase take you from pre-awakening to awakening or the ranger having a uh, wailing wind take you from uh, pre-awakening to awakening so now mock explosion does the same thing and it's actually really fast and it kind of looks like murderous intent like the the non-stanch version of murder with the like the side slash so i watched a video of like it's not super fast to do this chain but i saw someone go like ninja step mock explosion and it kind of looks like you're a murder intent, like a slightly slower murder intent from pre-awakening, which is actually really cool. It has a long cooldown, but it also brings them immediately to, to awakening, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, that could have some pretty interesting Yeah, impact. good ninjas are going to figure out some cool stuff with that. Um, and then... Because, like, individually, that's... Everyone is, when you think of mock explosion, you're just imagining fucking chaos free and the slow ass shit that that whole just all of it um so i i don't know it's it's kind of cool it's really actually surprisingly fast and it bringing you from pre-awakening to awakening is cool um you said then, it was unprotected right yeah that one has no protection and then flow execution is another one that is now usable in the hotbar you can't use it in pre-awakening but in awaken combos it's so fast and it's a knockdown. So, um, and I think it's the only reliable knockdown, maybe the only knockdown period that Ninja has. Um, but having a knockdown, I mean, as you see, Sorks kind of use it all the time. Is like that's a long CC, a knockdown. So they might be able to squeeze in an extra skill or two in a combo with flow execution in there. And it's really, really fast when you use it from the hot bar. So that shit's pretty cool. Um, succession fixed the problem that it was impossible to link skill in a specific operation while using the prime dark frenzy and that's their uh katana shower no no wait which one dark frenzy is their chaos spree i think they renamed it's so weird ninja like got renamed awakening skills in succession it's like the only class that got that i don't even understand <laughs> so fucking weird um 
And then succession, the movement distance of alert, uh, alert stance in prime smokescreen and prime evasive shuriken malice has been increased by approximately twice the previous movement speed or movement distance. Um, so I went and tested this on Global Lab. Like, it, it is not as far as it was pre-nerf, but it is a lot farther than it is right now on our server. Um, it's now far enough, the alert stance change is far enough that you can go, you can go like ninja step, smoke screen right in front of a target to attempt to get that stun use alert stance to get to their back and shadow stomp them on the back or behead or whatever you want to do so it's really nice it's going to add a lot more um aggressive options and escapability Answer. yeah so overall the ninja, it's gonna, ninja it's changes it's going to offer a lot more cancer in our lives ninja changes pretty cool they got some cool stuff uh, I'm excited to see what some of the good ninjas actually do with the uh, the Awakening stuff. Um, unfortunately, Awakening is still going to be trash for grinding, so you suck for that. Uh, Kunoichi, um, they also got the same Ghost Greeting Ghost Step fix slash change. Um, it, it's it's like a button conflict fix that I don't know. You like couldn't use one or the other. I, I'm not too sure. I ha I asked a few people to explain it to me, and no one really could well so it's i don't know but i think it affected ninjas more than more than us um awakening sasuri sonin second and fourth hit speeds have been changed to be faster than before that's the slmb that every class has where it's just like you get a little bit of healing on on an unprotected hit um after using flow block jump has been changed to automatically switch to the main weapon when entering w so this is really nice um every no kunos ever took flow block jump because um, it would leave you in awakening and you can't grab and you flow block jump from awakening and you, you just have a lot more options from your pre-awakening kit after a block jump so that has been changed and now does bring you to your main hand and the stiffness during crimson eclipse is now or is now a stiffness not a stun uh, so that's kind of cool. The only thing that that really changes is they'll now have a 12 AP melee, a 12 melee AP buff when using block jump instead of six, same as a uh, ninja. Um, the behavior when switching to the main weapon during sprint awakening state has been changed. Not sure exactly what that does. Fixed an issue where delighted blast lunar hit crit chance was not applied during PVP, so delighted blast will have a little bit of crit. Um, the super armor effect during the attack of Dance Macabre has been changed to the super armor effect applied from the beginning to the end of the technology. So Dance Macabre is completely protected for the entirety of the skill. I went and tested that. Um, the ending of the skill is a lot different than the ending of Dance Macabre in succession. So it doesn't really have a linger because the ending is a lot faster. Um, but yeah, the whole skill is fast now. Or the whole skill is protected. Forward guard has been added during the attack of Lunatic Discus. This is literally could just not even be in the notes because it it's just like the super armor that's in Prime. Uh, I went and tested this as well. It's exactly like the super armor that's in Prime Shadow Explosion. It basically doesn't exist. You have to be hit. Like someone has to hit you with like a million skills for you to ever see the forward guard proc. It's like such a small... I want to say it's like... If the entirety of the animation is three seconds... It's or two and a half seconds, then forward guard is probably applied during a 0.1 second interval. It's fantastic. Um, the range of collisions with other monsters and characters has been reduced to enable smooth movement while using Lunar Dash 1 through 3. This is actually hugely noticeable. So if someone's nearby 
if you're not meaning to target them, the auto-aim is not going to force you onto them. You can actually use Lunar Dash to pass through people, which is really nice. Uh, and will probably save your life quite a few times. The skill still doesn't have protection, which is sad. That needs protection. And then Succession added an effect applied around the character for each buff while receiving the Ninjutsu, Ghost, Soul, and Spirit buff. Um, this one adds these little orbs that look like Dragon Balls with the Ninjutsu stack logo inside of them. It looks really cheesy and awful, and I hate it. And it needs to get <laughs> removed. It looks really ugly and does not even match the art style of anything else in the game. They're really gross. Like, imagine a Dragon Ball, but purple. With like uh, those ninjutsu logos in them, it's it, they're gross. That uh, sounds pretty awful. All right, so overall, the awakening changes. There's some cool stuff in here that are that is good. Like dance recover is good. Um, the block jump change is good, and then um, the lunar dash thing is convenient. Everything else is whatever. And the two main issues is uh, movement, protected movement, and damage are not addressed so stick to succession although i'm sorry if you stick to succession you have to look at these new ugly buffs that circle around you i hope this does not make it to live those buffs they look really bad really 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 bad it's not your class um res you still here yeah you played witch for a short time you, can you uh by chance read or at least start reading the witch buffs because I, I gotta i gotta bio real quick i'll i linked the uh the translated notes in in Discord. I'll be right back uh, one sec. Sure. Uh, let me pull these up real quick. We're doing Witch. Uh, I did play Witch for a while, but it has been a fucking second. So uh, excuse me if I don't recognize everything here. Uh, so Flow Voltaic Tet, Flow Rage Tet, Flow Gore Launch PVE and PVP damage increased by ten percent. That's all of the um, the flows for their main abilities. That's like the that the pets do. So for, I should explain for anybody who doesn't know. Normally, flows are things that you do after an ability. It's like a little extra thing that happens after your ability. But with witch and wizard, their flows just add damage onto the actual ability itself. It's not like a separate thing that they do. And so that's what this is referring to, I believe, is this is all of the flows that uh, it has, basically. So it's increased by 10%. Uh, flow gore rolls, PvE, and PvP damage is increased by 5%. Critical chance of the following skills has been changed to apply to PvE. That is uh, all of the flows again. Voltaic Tet, Rage Tet, Gore Launch increased by either 50 or 100%. Flow Magical Evasion has been added to Awakening. Now, I... I don't know what that means. I'm assuming I that w what that means is that it's going to be super armor off cooldown, like in succession, right? No, 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 no. This is the flow to no? magical evasion. Is they they get an extra step after. So when they when they use shift A or D and hold it, it's actually two dashes back to back. So it goes a lot further. But the super oh. armor is not coming to awakening. Okay, so it's not coming to awakening, mm. but it is coming to succession. It is coming to succession. Yeah. Okay, so Succession Magical Evasion has been improved to apply the Super Arm Effect on the first Magical Evasion, so not the second one, just the Correct. first one. yeah. Okay, so the second one is still going to be unprotected, but the first one is Super Armor, so that's going to be nice. It's a four-second uh, cooldown. 
When using Prime Meteor Shower Aerial or Prime Meteor Shower Focus after completing the cast, even if Magical Evasion is done, it has been improved so that it can be fired immediately when left-clicking. So that's allowing you to instant cast Meteor, basically. Uh, improved so that you can do Magical Evasion before launching Prime Blizzard Storm. It will not fire immediately, which is kind of weird. But okay. no, that, that wording's I, confusing. Is that improved yeah. or nerfed? I don't even know. Yeah, like, I, what? I, I'm not sure. Like maybe that was an issue that they were having. Like I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, too I, sure, I'm not quite sure what that's about. In all honesty, but uh, when using Prime Meter Shower Aerial and Prime Meter Shower Focus on horseback, has been changed to maintain the cast state before firing. So I guess that means you can like hold it or whatever. Yeah, I don't I'm really assuming understand what that. that means. I feel like they already could do that, so hopefully it uses stamina now and it runs out. They? They li- Dude, mm-hmm. I have a clip of a Cho Nation witch chasing me on a horse, and they're literally holding it for minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's some fucking bullshit, dude. Uh, <laughs> fix the problem where damage is not applied intermediately. intermittently. Minute, God damn it, I can't speak. You know what I'm trying to say. If the camera was rotated quickly while using Prime Lightning Storm High Voltage or Prime Lightning Storm Combo. Uh, so apparently that was an issue. I didn't know that. <laughs> Elemental Flow has been changed. When acquiring Burning Pulse, Freezing Gaze, Luminous Tough, and Magnificent Steps, it has been changed so that it can be quickly linked to other succession skills after a succession skill. I believe what this refers to is the autocast. They now have the the, the same autocast as Wizard, right? Well, there's the yeah the the well the instant cast. So the yeah. way the way this is set up on Witch is that they now have the instant cast on everything except for after teleport, basically. So if they chain together succession abilities one after the other, they're fast casting them the same as Wizard. But not after teleport. It's the only one. But they can use magical vision now, and in, in well, I mean, they always could use magical vision to get it, but now it's actually protected. So, yeah, yeah. Um, the critical hit rate has been changed so that if only prime multiple magic arrow additional hit is activated by the effect of elemental flow, the critical hit rate is not applied. Uh, corrected the phenomenon that the previously cast skill was activated again when magical evasion was performed after again after linking to another skill during magical evasion while using a succession skill and then after magical evasion when prime blizzard domain and prime meteor shower focus are activated the skill has improved to be faster yeah um, so some really nice switch changes uh, to succession which Really, hopefully, really nice. it doesn't mean that we just have two succession wizards now. It does, it does. Oh, it does, it 100% does. Which is now, if you prefer okay. to play witch or you like witch, especially if you like witch for grinding, or if you already have like a high level witch and you only made a wizard because wizard suck was more viable, you can now play witch. And literally, the only thing you're missing is the split TP, but the magical evasion is actually good enough that you really don't need it, honestly. So, yeah. It is. We now have two succession wizards. I'm saying it right now. Oh boy. That's not fun. The witch just won't have the same mobility, but it'll still be strong. Succession witch definitely needed some help. I think everybody could agree with that. Uh, It wasn't like super good, but... Yeah, it was in a worse state for sure. It was actually a blessing. (laughs) Alright, Wizard Awakening, dude. These change. This is why I feel like even though they rejected your sticky snowflake change, some of these changes tell me that they actually listened to the wizard in there. 
They they assume look, if we're to assume they listen to the podcast occasionally, then we're to assume that they are also aware that Maywas are delusional and you can't listen to all the changes that they want. <laughs> oh my gosh. Holy shit. <laughs> and Mooses for that matter. Um the bound effect on Black Sphere Bull Eye Destruction has been changed to apply to PvP as well. Um Did Bull Eye like hundred percent not uh CC? I don't believe so, no. Well, now it's going to. Um, all evasion reduction rate of Aqua Jail Explosion has been removed and changed to apply via Cataclysm. That's huge. Because, you know, they actually want to use Cataclysm. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Multi's saying that 100% Bolide never CC'd even back in the day when Bolide's normal ability did. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Um, casting speed increase of Cataclysm has been removed and changed to apply to Bolide of Destruction. Um, flow Arnie's Guidance, Flow Arnie's Stream, and Flow Fire uh, Breath Marg, and Flow Fire Fist Marg PvE and PvP damage increased by 10%. Now this is on top of the fact that the base AP changed on pets. So that is yeah. as well as not... Um, in lieu of. Um, sorry, going back down. The following skill critical hit rate has been changed as follows in PvE. So, Flow Arnie, Stream, Flow Fire Breath, uh, both have 100% crit now in PvE, and Flow Fire Fist uh, Marg is 50% crit in PvE. The character has been improved to move in the direction of the camera while using Hellfire. That's kind of cool. I wonder if that means you could turn it like mid animation. Hopefully, that'd be pretty cool. And they also got the flow magical evasion added to awakening, so they can do the double magical evasion in their awakening as well. Which is like, it, while it's not protected, it actually is a lot of movement. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of interested in like how much the changes with the. Uh, evasion rate being on Cataclysm, the cast speed increase being on Bolide, and then just the increased damage across the board to all of the, the flows. I wonder how much that's going to change. Because I love Awakening Wizard. I used to play Wizard. I played Wizard before I played Witch. And uh, the only reason I swapped to Witch was because Witch was just better, like objectively, uh, at the time. Yeah. This was pre-succession. And, uh, man, I'd I'd love to go back, but uh, I hate Succession Wizard because I'm not a scumbag, and Awakening <laughs> is just kind of not in a good spot. I mean, it the the change to um the change to fucking the punch I forget the name of it fucking fire what's it called? yeah yeah um um Marg whatever Hellfire Hellfire yeah the change to Hellfire was a really nice one uh and I think it helped a lot but still was kind of in not so good of a place when compared to Witch Awakening and in a dog shit place compared to Succession Wizard. So it's... Uh, maybe these changes make it good? I don't know. Hopefully. No, I think they make it better, but they, there's no there's no way they make it su as good as Succession. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no way in hell. And no way in hell. Multi's pointing out he thinks the Cataclysm cast speed removals and I'm trying to remember is this just the animation speed of Cataclysm is that what they mean got changed I or did it so. also add a cast speed buff because I know like no only magical evasion added a cast speed buff right so it, it depends because like 
I don't know. I don't know. When you cast Cataclysm, you get a cast speed buff. Okay, and now that's on Bolide. Got it. Oh, interesting. So the animation okay. speed will be the same. I don't... Eh, that's okay. That's okay. I mean, the problem is Bolide's animation's too slow. I feel like Bolide's animation just needs to be sped up in general. Otherwise, it's just yeah, not going to be viable. Technically, that really is a nerf, then. Because I think normally... Whenever you dive in on a group, right? You're a wizard. You you you're the quintessential. I'm just gonna dive in and suicide bomb, basically. Use Kata. You almost you almost always open with Kata. So but getting that out thing. first would be better theoretically. I'm, I'm okay with it. I I think the the evasion debuff on it is going to be more impactful than the cast speed buff. But the other thing is like I'm also okay with your you know your strongest protected AOE skill that CCs also not having every single buff and debuff on it. Yeah, now just do the same thing to Voltaic. Oh wait, they they don't. Yeah, that's like <laughs> this is this has always been the issue with Witch versus Wizard, right? Is that for some reason in Awakening, I'm not talking about Succession. Historically speaking, with Awakening, Wizard has always gotten fucked on. While Witch just skates right on by with the, like, exact same shit but better. This is what always happens. Like, you say, like, well, maybe Cataclysm shouldn't do literally everything. And it's like, yeah, I agree. So then make Voltaic not do literally everything as well. I actually have a counter-argument to that. Um, They they literally leapfrog over each other all the time. If you have a grab, it requires no skill or no knowledge of anybody. And Awakened (laughs) Wizard has a grab. So it's subjectively better. It's objectively better. Sorry. Remember, if you have a grab, completely changes the balance of your class and makes Dude. you viable against everybody, anybody, anytime, anywhere. So, which sucks? Wizards better. Period. Listen, so let me let me give let me give the suck wizards a bit of a break, right? Because let me go old school. The fact that in my guild there are still witches that will say that the increased cast speed on Voltaic was a nerf <laughs> don't say there are people there is a person who's standing strong <laughs> dude the fact that witches like do such insane mental gymnastics where they're like yeah actually increasing our cast speed on our most powerful ability one of the most powerful in the entire game that's actually a nerf like holy shit dude just crazy yeah all right on to dark knight um yeah, wizard, wizard's gonna be not as strong as the other wizard. Just that's how it's gonna be. Um, apparently, I, I wonder if any of those people in the FGT uh, mentioned that PA might be a little bit too strong. Guess not. Uh, Dark I wonder Knight. Why I, I'm confused as to how nobody said, "Hey, Succession Wizard, a little insane." Like, how does Succession Wizard not get nerfed in these? It's, yeah. What, well, because like, from my understanding, they didn't talk to other classes about nerfing other classes. And just talk to class-specific players about their class. Right, but I feel like even, like, Succession Wizards know how insane they are, right? Yeah, why didn't the Succession Wizard why go in and say, like, hey, by the way, you, powers. because, dude. Because it, not everyone who plays Succession Wizard is just playing it because it's busted. There are people out there that just legitimately like the playstyle, and they can acknowledge that the class is insane. I'm not right. saying that those people are the people that are talking to the devs, but they do exist. Um. Alright, Dark Knight. Uh, they have a passive called Spirit Consumption that before used to give 150 MP. It now gives 150 MP and 300 max stamina. 
Um, they fixed a bug where damage was not applied when the camera was rotated uh, while using Obsidian Ashes, one through Absolute, while on horseback. You know, <laughs> thank God they fixed that, dude. All these Dark Knights that are hitting me with Obsidian Ashes on horseback was... I was like, dude, that didn't do any damage. You need that buff. Uh, Awakening. The crowd control applied on good hits of Seated Catastrophe has changed as follows. It is no longer a stiffness. It is now a float on good hits, which is, is actually a really cool change. Uh, unfortunately, it's the only change they got. Um, and Succession. See, that that's the other thing. Can, can Mooses look themselves in the mirror and say that they're in a worse state than Awakened Dark Knight? I'm sorry, but I... There's just no way. Um, succession. Stiffness of Prime Pervasive Darkness has been changed to apply only to monsters. Uh, and Forward Guard has been added during the first hit. Um, so, yeah. Pervasive Darkness, now a Forward Guard. So they have a little bit of protected damage. Although, I hear this kind of negatively affects their combos. Um, to some extent. So it's like some positives, some negatives. Um, Prime, Wind of the Spirit has been changed as follows now max stamina 300 was removed and max or movement speed plus five percent has been added um this just sort of negates the 300 stamina they get from the pre-awakened passive so their stamina is unchanged in succession but they now have a little bit more movement speed so there you go they also fixed the prime obsidian ashes that dark knights have been using from horseback recently uh, and that, that's it for Dark Knight. So, uh, yeah, you guys have float on seed. Your class is fixed. Stop complaining. <laughs> <laughs> striker. Uh, striker, striker, striker. Dude, I feel like these changes... You know how, how Nayashi felt about Warrior and Sork? I feel like Reslar is going to feel that way about the striker changes. I haven't even looked at them. <clears throat> so. All right. Here we go. So let's start with uh, reminding everyone that they did change the base AP of all pets in the game. So Echo Spirit, which is all of the clones that pop out on Striker. Now their base AP has been changed from 35 to 100. Um, so they have more AP. Um, so we'll start there and then let's, let's, let's move on to everything here. So... Um, they added an, an explanation of Echo Spirit effect to skills that use Echo Spirit attacks. So that's kind of cool. Um, I think a little description that says what the clones do on each of those abilities. Uh, main weapon. After Flash Step, it has been improved to allow faster linkage with other skills. The invincibility effect of Silent Step has been improved to apply for a longer time while using the skill. That's their side um, dash, Shift A or D. Um, that's good because it's actually relatively easy to catch them out of the end of that animation. And that has been fixed. Um, improved so that when using Flash Step by consuming Martial Shards, it is more smoothly linked to the next Flash Step. Um, so if they're spamming dashes back to back, it's a little bit safer. And a, descript a description of backwards evasion has been added to Crouching Wolf. So Crouching Wolf it now says on the skill that it has an iframe if they press S after using Crouching Wolf. Um, Awakening. Damage of Echo Spirit that appears when using Awakening skills has been increased. Um, Echo Spirit's PvE and PvP damage has been increased by 15%. So that's a nice little buff. Uh, fixed the problem that the damage flow bite-off did not increase according to the level of Rampaging Predator. Fixed an issue where the critical hit rate of Rampaging Predator was not applied while using Flow Bite-Off. And Hell Breaks after Ferocious Assault, Rampaging Predator, Fallout, and Awakening State Flow Tornado Kick has been 
added to trigger other actions. Echo Spirit's PvE and PvP damage have been increased when using the following skills, and the Echo Spirit's damage applied to each skill has been unified with the highest damage. So Skull Crusher, Infernal Destruction, Endless Explosion, and Ultimate Crush. Echo Spirit's PvP damage in Hellbreak has been increased by 35%. Um, fix a problem where down attack was not applied in Landbuster. It's also been improved so that backwards movement that comes out when the S key is pressed upon using Crouching Wolf in the Awakening State can be linked more quickly. And fix an issue with Fist of True, Fist of True Strength where it was triggered when the Operation Key of Spiral Cannon was uh, entered during Flash Step. People that use Fist of True Strength, this is pointed out to me by, uh, by Rage that this is gonna be that's gonna be actually weird to get used to because um, when you like dash and use fist of true strength, if spiral cannon is off of cooldown, it's gonna spiral instead. Oh, you were wrong. Don't say that. Okay, he takes it back. Not wrong. No conflict. Disregard that comment. Rage is just. This is why he's the worst striker in it. Um, succession. <laughs> Improved. This is why he's going to reroll Warrior really soon. <laughs> In succession. Improved to automatically trigger the Discharge Energy effect when using Discharge Energy skills. As a result, Prime Wolf's Fang has been changed to activate immediately after Discharge Energy. Okay, so basically, here, here's, here's the meat and the potatoes. Uh, all of their clones are going to do a lot more damage on all their abilities. Um, so, yeah. And then, you know, the confusing thing is they have... Maybe I'm crazy, but is Shift Q not called Echo Spirit also? So it's kind of confusing because I feel like Echo Spirit separately got buffed, the actual skill, but I don't know if they're referring to Echo Spirit in these translations to which part. But um, it, they literally said the dan like the I'm let me read these Echo Spirit references one more time. Tell me this isn't confusing and shit. Damage of Echo Spirit that appears when using Awakening skills has been increased. Echo Spirit's PvE and PvP damage has been increased by 15%. Echo Spirit's PvE and PvP damage has been increased when using the following skills, and the Echo Spirit's damage applied to each skill has been unified with the highest damage. Oh, and Echo Spirit's PvP damage in Hellbreak has been increased. <laughs> like, It's like, alright, are you referring to the skill or the clones? Fucking clarify. <laughs> yeah, God yeah, damn it. confusing. Because also the clones just overall got a damage increase because their base AP is higher. So it's super confusing. Um, the real question is, why can't it just be both, Frosty? Yeah. That, yes, cannot. He's Someone's asking, did they increase base AP of Echo Spirit and then separately increase damage of Echo Spirit 2? And the answer to that is yes. So Echo Spirit and Echo Spirits and all the Echo Spirit Spirits are going to be fucking crazy. All right? That's what we know. Don't forget the Echo Spirit, Spirit's Echoes. Yeah, not to mention the Echo Spirit on Hellbreak and the Echo Spirit on Skull Crusher and the Echo Spirit of the Echo Spirit and Echo Spirit and the Echo Spirit and Infernal Destruction, Endless Explosion, Ultimate Crush. All right. Do you have that <laughs> written down? Write that down. I am thoroughly and utterly confused now, so therefore, I, give, I think we're good. <laughs> no, all you have to think about on your class is sticky snowflake. All right, Mystic. <laughs> Added explanation of Sea Dragon effect to skills that use Sea Dragon attacks. Um, same thing with the uh, Echo Spirits above. Now there will be a little description on skills like Wave Orb and Rising Dragon that'll show, uh, or I guess explain what those skills actually do. Main weapon after using Flash Step, it's been improved to uh, connect more smoothly with Elbow's Edge or Elbow Edge. Uh, upon successful guard during the backward movement in Gauntlet State, S plus LMB improves Hidden Claw's backward movement to be triggered first. Um, 
improved to evade backwards when using S key while using Wolf's Frenzy. Um, after Flash Step, it uh, now links faster with other skills. Improves to that when Flash Step. Uh, when using Flash Step by consuming Martial Shards, it's more smooth going to the next Flash Step. The invincibility effect on Silent Step has been improved to apply for a longer time. Same as Striker. I tested this one on Global Labs. It's actually like, it doesn't linger after you land, but you are safe when you land now, which is really fucking nice on Silent Step. So, like, if you're using it as a legitimate iframe to evade a grab or damage or whatever, it's actually going to evade it, provided you don't desync. A description of backwards evasion has been added to Crouching Wolf, so that now says invincibility. I'm kind of confused on this. Maybe it was desync, but I've been CC'd out of this before. It's not saying it added invincibility, it's just saying it added the description. But the description now says that it has invincibility when moving backwards. Um, but... When they use Crouching Wolf, which is the spacebar after a skill, you press S and it's it's an iframe. So now we know for sure it's an iframe. So maybe before it wasn't, I've been CC'd out of it. Rage is in the chat saying he's been CC'd out of it. Now it's an iframe. So I guess if we get CC'd out of it going forward, we could blame the servers. Uh, improve to connect <laughs> to Flash Step while using Wolf's Frenzy. Uh, Awakening. Upon successful guarding backwards movement assist, I don't understand this. Uh, the operation uh, keys of Tidal Burst and Rapid Stream are entered. So I think if you're S-blocking, you're not going to get stuck in, in block. You can just use Rapid Stream and Tidal Burst uh, instantly. You know what's so funny is the original translation of this, so, uh, Mystic was like, holy shit, Tidal Burst and Rapid Stream now have Frontal Guard. And I was like, there's no fucking way. And I was right. There was no way. Uh, Dragon's Pit's PvP damage has been increased by 10%. So this is separate from the pet buff. So remember, the the pet, the dragon, all dragon uh, abilities on Mystic, the sea dragon uh, now has a base AP of 100, so the damage is increased just because of that. But it also separately is being increased on individual abilities. So dragon's pit, 10%. Uh, sea dragon PvP damage on rising dragon, now 16% increased damage when you consume a shard. Uh, and the PvP damage on sea burial, when the dragon pops out has been increased by 15% additionally. And then um, they fixed an issue where it was not possible to link absolute mass destruction after flash step while in gauntlet state. And then uh, improve flash step while using enhanced wolf's frenzy. And then in succession, prime hidden claw, um, sweeping kick, LMB plus RMB to activate roaring target, S. Um, I, this literally doesn't even say anything. Okay, after prime. Hidden Claw and Prime Sweeping Kick LMB plus RMB to activate Roaring Tiger S plus LMB RMB to activate Wave Orb. So I guess it's like, I think there's a conflict with these. Um, so now it's telling you how to do them. I mean, I thought I thought Roaring Tiger was always just LMB RMB, but maybe people were pressing S and there was some conflict. I don't know. Um, it has been changed so that you can use Flow Blow Drive when. <laughs> That skill name. Flow Blow Drive Flow when entering S plus F before the last hit while using Prime Soul Basher. Um, after Prime C Burial, which is spelled very, very wrong in this translation. It says C Burial. Um, it has been changed to connect to Flow Mass Destruction. And when using Prime Wave Orb, among other skills, has been improved to trigger in the direction of the camera. So there you go. Uh... I think the awakening buffs are significant. More damage increases. Silent step is safer now, um, and crouching wolf s movement is safer. So it's kind of good. And then it looks like succession is just kind of quality of life stuff, but also the silent step affects succession as well. So they'll be a little bit safer. 
The problem right now, someone in chat saying the problem right now is when you when you press SLMB RMB, it does roaring. Ah, okay. Got it. So if you want to use wave orb, it doesn't use roaring first, and now it's gonna be fixed. Okay. Um Lon, main weapon, win orchid, one through absolute is now available in quick slot. This one I didn't get to test myself, but this one is interesting because there's two versions of this ability. If you just cast a skill with SRMB, it's kind of slow. The first part is protected, um, and then the last part is not. But if you use it after abilities, it doesn't do the last part. It only does the protected CC. So I don't know which version happens from the quick slot, but now you can use it from the quick slot. Um, the crowd control on Morning Dew hits has been changed from bound to stiffness. The airstrike of Morning Dew has been changed to make it easier than before. Um, change to allow the use of Phantom Dance after Black Spirit Pendulum Kick's first hit. I actually love this because Black Spirit Pendulum Kick, that's their their shitty alt. And I think this changed in... Yeah, this also changed in Succession. Um, that's their really, really shitty alt. And now it lets you cancel out of it with an iframe. That's how shitty the alt is. They had to add a way to get out of it. And change your mind from using it. It's like so bad. Instead of making the all good, they're just like, all right, all right, we'll give you a way out. We'll give you a way out. That was pretty <laughs> cool, dude. Um, after using Primrose Sprint and Ultimate Primrose Sprint, the linkage between other skills has been changed more smoothly. So I guess they'll be able to go into skills faster after their back, um, backwards moving iframe. Awakening. After using Phantom Dance, same thing, skills more smoothly. Um, upon successful Bridal Despair hits, the stun has been changed to apply only to monsters, and Bridal Despair now has a forward guard. So this is interesting. Some protected damage that's not a super armor, so they can actually block um, incoming damage. It's kind of, kind of interesting. Um, the crowd control of Black Spirits... Man, that is fucking crazy. I don't even know if this is a good or a bad change. Bridal Despair, correct me if I'm wrong, but it isn't Bridal Despair, Bridal Despair is the two blades that are side by side that stun, right? Like, that is like, uh, I feel like once you get used to it, maybe it'll be a good change, because it's really high damage, and it not being protected is kind of lame. Um, I don't Point know. I'm saying Bridal Despair change was useless. It's yeah. a change that didn't do much. Well, I mean, it still affects the class a lot, though. It's just, do do you agree with the change or not? Because, yeah, it's it's the SRMB skill. That's like the main stun skill. I feel like Lons catch with that all the time or extend their combos with that. Maybe they can change their combos up and you can actually use it without having to worry about the CC limit. And now that it has frontal guard, I, I don't know. We'll see. That one is a to-be-determined. It, it might be really good, but it might also be shitty. So it's definitely a big change, though. Um, and then the crowd, uh, let's see, some erratic, <laughs> some, some of eradication's attack behavior has been changed, uh, and a new standby action has been added when waiting in <laughs> awakened non-combat state. Nice. Dude, the FGT's on it, dude. Our, our awakening, uh, AFK stance has been improved. <laughs> AFK stance. Hell yeah. Succession Prime Salpuri Purge cooldown has been changed from 18 seconds to 16. Um... And then the other things were just linkage and being able to use uh, uh, cancel out of <laughs> the alt. And then let's see, it has been improved so that Prime Primrose Sprint is activated when using Symbidium Trail and White Heron skills while acquiring both Prime Primrose Sprint and Ultimate Primrose Sprint. So I guess you could cancel out of the Rebams now. 
um, if you if you use Primrose Sprint, and before you could not. So that's, I guess that's kind of it's kind of nice. Let's let's test this here. I, 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 oh yeah, no, I'm not on Global Labs. I'm an idiot. Pretend I didn't just test that on live server. Okay, so <laughs> Archer. Oh man, <laughs> Archer. That's a big yikes. <laughs> Archer, moving on. Archer, <laughs> moving on. To Archer. Well, it, you'll now be able great. to cancel it. The yeah. animation's kind of long and leaves you unsafe because White Heron is like it's forward guard at the start and midair, and the end is not. So being able to cancel out of it actually will be kind of nice, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, I wasn't testing it. I was just looking at what it is like now, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right, 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 right. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, Rez, your class. You want to read through your classes? Uh, your archer got a bunch of changes. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Let's, let's right, hear these. So, uh, after using Meteor Dive Absolute, uh, Absolute Meteor Dive, rather, or Meteor Dive 1 through Absolute. Sorry, fuck. The linkage of using other skills has Im be been improved to be more smoothly. Now, <laughs> that, I, that English is so good too. I know. It proved to be more uh, smoothly. I never really felt like I had a lot of issues using other skills after Meteor Dive, but I don't know. Maybe other people did. Maybe I'm just using the wrong abilities after Meteor Dive. I don't know. I, I never really found to have any issues with that, so I don't really get that, but okay. Uh, while using Ensnare, leakage to Glide has been made possible. Now. I guess what they mean is you're going to be able to cancel out of it, like cancel out of Ensnare, I guess. I, I don't really know what this, I, I don't really, another thing that I don't really understand, because I think most people, whenever they're buffing up on the Archer, you do right-click for the uh, all-AP buff, and then you cancel that with Ensnare for the critical hit rate buff, and then you do the Shift-Q for the ranged AP buff, and then you glide out of the Shift-Q. You don't glide out of ensnare, so that's kind of weird. But uh, okay, I guess maybe some people don't do the shift Q. I, I think most people do, but some people don't. I guess that's fine. Uh, and then damage of piercing lights one through three charge has been changed. Essentially, now it used to do uh, like le it's essentially a buff. If you if you charge it all the way, the three charges the it has like three different like states where the bar goes all the way across. If you fully charge it, then it'll do more damage. It's essentially a buff to Piercing Light, which is the big... Uh, they stand there and, like, hold it for, like, I don't know, a second and a half, and then launch it, and it has, like, a 22-second cooldown or something like that. Right. Um, so, a nice buff. I don't really think it needed a damage buff. I felt like Piercing Light's damage was fine. I Usually, if I launch that bitch into a crowd, I'll usually pop a kill or two. So, I mean, I guess I'll take it. Shit. Correct. I ain't gonna complain. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the piercing light damage change is PvE only. Otherwise, wouldn't it state PvP damage has increased by X percent? I think just these, aren't these multipliers only PvE? Like, when we got all the PvE changes on classes, like, a few months ago, they changed all the damage modifiers, but they said they were all PvE only. So my assumption would be this is actually only a PvE change. Am I crazy on that? I I think you're crazy. I think this is just overall damage, like PvP and P. Like this is just changing the modifier. So this is gonna affect both PvP and PVE. Making it PVE would make no sense because I I don't think anyone uses piercing light in PVE. Well, because it doesn't do enough damage, right? 
No, because you have to stand there and charge it for two seconds. <laughs> like, why would you use that? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess same thing with, like, Grim Reaper's Judgment. You don't really use it in PvE. Um, but the, did the normal hit increase? Or no? I can't tell, because it doesn't say the normal hit damage. It only shows this, like, 1570 times 5. Well, no, so I think before it did the same damage no matter what. I think this is how it worked. I'm not positive. I haven't been an archer for very long, right? But I think this is how it worked. It did the same damage no matter what, but it was like, if you didn't charge it, you had to basically, like, pinpoint accuracy that bitch. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you fully charged it, it was like the size of a cataclysm, right? Or, Got a it. or even wider. So now it's going to be the damage is reliant on the charge. I think that's what this says. I think. I'm not positive, but I believe that is what this is. Overall, uh, these changes are fine, I guess. I don't really see the need for them. They're, they're not nerfed, so I'm down for it. But, uh, right. yeah. I don't know. Kind of weird. Okay. I haven't really struggled with any of these things, but maybe other people do. I have no idea. Right. Right. General Moore is in your chat, says Meteor Dive has huge gaps, so it's maybe a fix for that. Glide Cancel and Ensnare is pretty meh. A Piercing Light damage boost is relatively pointless since it already did damage. Yeah. Right. I haven't really, I haven't gotten CC'd out of right. Meteor Dive huge, a lot, huge, but... huge is an exaggeration. The ending is not protected, uh. but huge... You're bordering on DK talk here, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been playing Archer for very long, so maybe he's experienced a lot more of it than I have. I, I feel it, like I haven't really gotten CC'd out of Meteor a whole lot, personally. I, I personally but, can't wait for the day that every class that Frosty likes to play gets nerfed to the fucking ground. I can't wait, because I'm going to be like, eh, it's just Frosty being a fucking complainer again, like usual. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> Listen to, that, listen to that. Listen to those fucking tears coming out. It's just fucking awful. Look, dude, you don't, you won't, you don't have to have a gap on meteor dive as long as that stiffness is removed. You know, it's all I'm saying. Absolutely not. No. I mean, no. I mean, you basically have spiral torpedo 2.0 from the old days. Dude, dead class. <laughs> if you do that, dead class. All right, let's move on to shy. Uh, and no, I agree no with. Uh, I do. Ag- on. I do agree with uh, General Moore's that that the the linkage to other skills improved. It probably means you get to start the next skill more quickly, so it's, it'll be a little bit more safe going from meteor dive to something else. Um, Shy says that'd be pretty cool because I also feel like sometimes whenever I like see see someone with meteor dive, sometimes not all the times, like they'll desync and like be able to move before I can actually fucking like get a real CC off. Like, it's yeah. really annoying. <laughs> Lefty2 says, Can we talk about how these sick fucks at Cacao Games added a seasonal quest to kill 750 shuriken mobs? <laughs> um, <laughs> Shy. Alright. Shy, dude, you know what's so funny? Is after these patch notes came out, Sinny said he's rolling back to Shy. So he oh can grind in Sakraya forever. Wait, no, he's in my guild. He... I no. know. Is that... He about to be Does that a shy, mean we dude. can get a shy on the fucking podcast finally? Because I know uh, everyone's been fucking. Well, a lot of shies have been asking for someone to come on. That was a shy. Yeah, that's not happening. 
Uh, Shy, <laughs> being we, only, we only have real classes as guests on the show. Yeah, until oh. uh, until yeah. they make it so shy. Our viewership's gonna drop by fifty percent. Until until they make it. Uh, until they release a patch on Global Apps that says Shies are no longer allowed to enter RBF, Shies are not coming on the podcast. All right, Shy, main <laughs> weapon. The projectile speed of flooring skills has been increased. Uh, the play dead cooldown reduced from 10 minutes to 5 minutes. Come out and play. All DP reduction effects have been changed to apply to monsters, which is fucking. That's crazy. Black Spirit Gitwell's HP recovery changed from 500 to 700 HP every second. When. When using Black Spirit, uh, get well all DP plus 300 applied to Shy. They have like a little self PA now. Uh, forward guard has been added to Quick 2. Uh, out of my way has uh, changed as follows. Improved to the to be able to use from one or more Florin leaves. The effect of all AP buff has been changed according to the number of consumed Florin leaves. Uh, when come out, come out is used, Shy's movement speed has been increased. Hop 3 has been improved so that it can be used even when in talent state, and the effects of over here have been emphasized to make them more recognizable. And then under the talent page, continuing the use of the same musical instrument has improved the effectiveness of the skill to be applied quickly. When the effects of summer rain, sun, moon, stars, time to shine, shouts... Doesn't this sound like a fucking fake class? Like, every one of these abilities... I don't even... I was gonna gonna point out, I love the fact that, like... With other, like normal classes, right? You have like oh, frenzied destroyer, serpent's ascension, grim reaper's judgment, and then Lashai, you have come out, come out, get well, <laughs> <laughs> like, out of my way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when the effects of summer rain, sun, moon, stars affects the Care Bears, Door of the Explorer pops out now after three Door seconds. Door of the Explorer pops <laughs> <out>. <laughs> Time to shine, shout to the sky, misty haze, and delusive light are applied. The effect has been emphasized to make it easier to recognize. Um, fixed a problem in which flooring skills not linked after hop was activated as a skill slot in the talent state. Fixed another problem uh, after using tuck and roll while playing in the talent state. All right. Uh, even if, even their fucking joke class got buffs. Yikes. That's Poor more than Moose can Poor Moose has only got a fat damage increase on projection, dudes. Poor bastards. Alright, Guardian. <laughs> Main weapon, the linkage behavior has been improved so that you press Q while using Juggernaut. Will, you will immediately switch to defense. The movement distance of Black Blood's Descent has been increased. Improved the use of Sturdy Step and Frost Slide while using Fierce Disdain. Improved the Sturdy Step uh, or the impact of Sturdy Step has been eliminated and changed to move to the end of the skills used. Uh, forward Guard has been added to the first hit of Axe Throw. Um, the cooldown of Absolute Savage Hack has been reduced by one second and improved the phenomenon not landing when Amu's Objurgation hits the air. I, uh, hits in the air. I think this was a uh, similar to like the Zerker thing where you get stuck in the air like during certain things. Um, Awakening fixed a phenomenon that the floats effects of Scornful Slash was not applied when hitting at a long distance. Cleansing Flame has been improved so that the attack direction can be switched according to camera rotation um, until immediately after the attack. Bound on good first hit of Searing Fang has changed to apply only to monsters, and super armor uh, has been added, because Guardians didn't have enough protection. Uh, it has been <laughs> improved. Oh, wait a minute. That bound is gone. That's actually kind of huge, because wasn't that bound like the re-CC that they use a lot of times in their combo? It's like the two hits. Maybe I'm crazy. Uh, Maybe I'm thinking possibly. of something else. That's actually kind of interesting. Probably thinking of something else. 
Yeah. Um, it has been improved. I to can't recover. imagine them fucking nerfing down their their OP well, class. I don't know if it's a nerf so much as like it kind of changes would change their combo. If it's the skill I'm thinking of. If it's a skill that's like two hits, the bound is useless outside of E buff engages. Okay, so never mind. Um, it <laughs> has been improved to recover quickly after the attack. Uh, by after an attack by flow suppress, it has been improved to use certain skills after hitting frigid winds first hit. Frigid Wind has been improved so it can be registered and used in skill slot, and after using Infernal Nemesis, the effect of the attack has been corrected to be smaller than the attack range. Um, succession improved Phenomenon a landing on the other skill also, and then the cooldown of Prime Sav attack was reduced and fixed a linkage of a skill. So, eh, you know, as if Guardians use combos. True. Uh... You're, you're guilty when I... Killed you last week, um, and I fought that guardian. He was literally one shot at me with his swipe. <laughs> I, I know he's he sent me a uh, a screenshot of the kill feed, and it's like I'm surprised he had trouble with this guy. <laughs> I was like, okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. So that's the class changes. Uh, do you guys have any overall thoughts on the the changes here so far? I, I do want to add this one note that they added at the end of this. Um, and we're going to talk about the DP changes in a second. But they they said, uh, in addition, you may be curious about the amount of damage as well as the performance of the Awakening. But after the increase in defense efficiency, the damage amount will be adjusted for the Awakening techniques that are determined to be necessary through additional data verification. So uh, because they added this DP change, they're going to wait and see kind of how this affects everyone's damage and then do more Awakening buffs down the road. Um, anyway, so that having all been said, Overall, positive direction, negative direction. Who who got the the best buffs and uh, who got shafted? We'll start with Warrior. Uh, probably got one of the better buffs. Witch. No, Succession Witch, dude. I said Warrior got one of the better buffs, but yeah, Succession Witch probably. I think got Succession the Witch came buffs. out number one. They got the biggest buffs for them, but does it? We'll have to see how that actually looks. Uh, I think in terms of the winners, the big winners of the day, I think it's Succession Witch, uh, Awaken Warrior, and uh, honestly, Awaken Zerker. Someone I think the that. changes to Sork are probably pretty nice. I think the changes to uh, fucking, who was it? Goddamn uh, Valk are pretty nice, especially since mm-hmm. they get no love whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, I think the, I think the changes to Mystic are pretty nice. It feels like I, I was talking about this on stream the other day. It seems like the Mystic changes are geared towards making it flow a lot better, which like I've told you this before, Frosty. That class just feels very clunky to me. Wait, sorry, which, which I, class? Mystic. Oh, okay. <sighs> it seems it seems like a lot of those changes are aimed towards making it flow like a lot better, like between abilities and stuff. So yeah, I don't know. This seemed really nice. I think people are um, sleeping on Ranger. Picture, but... I, I'm going. I'm going Witch first, Sork second, Ranger third. I put Warrior fourth. Really? I think the Ranger buffs are actually kind of nutty. I also. I, I think I you're sleeping mentioned... on. I think you're sleeping on Zerker. Zer- well, yeah, I know, but a lot of the Zerker ones are like convenient and like buggy shit, right? So they will have a huge impact. I just don't know if it's going to be like. I mean, the shake-off one is crazy. I mean, that one's really cool. And the cooldowns are nice. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's hard, I think it's hard to everyone, say. I think 
I think every Zerker is really apprehensive to, like, talk about the Shake Off one, because we're like, let's see it work first. Because yeah. it, it feels like Shake Off's uh, super armor doesn't work, and we, we, everyone knows that the iframe on Giant Leap doesn't exist. So I think everybody's kind of looking at that, like, you know, they're kind of giving it the side eye, like, is this shit actually going to fucking... This shit actually going to work, or... <laughs> yeah. The Mystic buffs are nice, too. A little bit of extra damage on their stupid dragon that kind of does no damage right now, plus the base AP increase. And then uh, the Silent Step change is, I feel like, the biggest one. Like, that being completely safe at the end is actually really fucking nice. Um, I don't know. I feel like Dark Knight got shafted the most of all the classes. Like, even more than than Moose's. As much as Moose's hate to admit it, if projection does good damage now, it's actually going to be a viable It's not going to. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, They're never going to use it outside of a combo, so it's, yeah. it's really risky to use in, in well, large scale. But, so really... but their complaints are that they don't do damage in combos. They can't kill people. No, their, their complaints is accuracy, which is relating to damage, but it's in a different way they have well, they have the damage modifiers they just don't have the accuracy one of their complaints is is damage also like just straight up i mean i hear them complain to me all day long it's it's my most disgusting on a day-to-day -day. every day i is just moose is complaining about <laughs> how they don't do any damage and that they the should way, uh, they should be we, able to run off and tat and leapers i know 10 yeah, minutes 10 minutes for vel um yeah, I don't know. The Sork changes are so strange I mean, to me. Because they can, I, I still am like a little bit confused because the Sork ones are like, they were complaining about their damage after the PvP changes a few weeks ago, and then they added a bunch of other stuff not related to damage. So, in case anyone is curious, Projection Level 3 and has yeah. a 25% accuracy rate. By the way, 25 Um, and then all, all pet, I mean, the pet damage itself, you know, pet damage is what do so, all pets have 50% accuracy? So, look, dude, projection is going to be their new blooming. I mean, maybe, maybe that's why they did it to projection because people were mooses complain about their accuracy. So, PA looked at Moose's awakening kit and was like, all right, what's the highest accuracy rate that they have? Projection 25%. I don't think there's a skill in here with a higher accuracy rate. And then they buff the shit out of that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Dude, it, it's crazy though. Like, uh, people ask all the time, like, are they going to do any more changes? Are they going to do any more changes? Are they going to do any more changes after those PvP changes, right? Like the, the damage ones, the ratio changes. And like, at first I was like, obviously, obviously, yes. And then like two weeks later, three weeks later, I'm like, Maybe they're not, because like they're not adding shit to Global Lab. So it is kind of nice to see uh, some actual changes. And on a lot of classes, they are meaningful changes. So uh, there, that's kind of good. All right, let's talk about this DP shit. Uh, oh, wait, let me get into a party for Vel. This DP shit's kind of crazy, though. So they added a bunch of new brackets, and they lowered the amount of DP you need to get brackets by a little bit. Um, so let's go over these real quick. All right. So, uh, the DP brackets prior to, before you needed to be, um, 339, 
to get the 19%, you needed to be 346 to get the 20%. Um, now you only need to be 341 to get the last, the current last bracket. You only need 335 for 19, only 329 for 18. So they kind of like lowered it little by little. So it's a little bit easier to get the brackets. And then after 346, um, they added 10 new, 10 new brackets. So at 347, you get um, 21% all the way up to 401 where you get 30%. Um, and then they also added extra AP brackets um, where you get an additional, it looks like it just goes up by a little bit, three and then two and then two and then three at um, extremely high AP amounts. So 309, 316, 323, 330, 340. You get a little bit of bonus AP. What are you guys' thoughts on, on these on the dr brackets i think it's it's fine it's necessary um how it's going to affect everything hard to say they obviously are also looking at adding in more ap brackets however minimal they are um um, likelihood that they might adjust that in the future you know yeah, I hope if they, they they probably want to see how the DP changes affect things, the state of things. But yeah, they they might I, consider doing more for the. Uh, I do hope AP. if they add more AP brackets that they similar to the way they did with DP that they redistribute the AP ones a little bit on the low end. I think would be yeah. nice. Like low. I think what they should. I think what they should consider doing it, and it might break the game probably in this fuck up evasion, but as a way to kind of deal with, because we're in agreement that evasion's stronger than DR, right? Until you get accuracy, yeah. Okay, until you get accuracy. So, but what AP with accuracy are you considering the right amount? So, like 301 with, you know, two pendons kind of thing? Mm, no, I mean, like, so for, for me, basically anyone with 281 and one accuracy accessory can kill 364 DP with evasion. Yeah, 364 isn't really that big a deal. <laughs> I know, but, like, the amount... I'm the talking amount... about, like, when you consider looking at these these new 400 brackets. Because, I, I mean, mean if you get all the way to 400... They're, they're, scaling, they're slowly scaling us up, right? You know, right. Like, people are going to be getting closer and closer to that 300 and 400, that 300 AP and 400 DP. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously there's a large portion of the community that is not even near that. Um, but people are at the point where they're at the 300 and 360, right? That's yes. pr- fairly, you know, like it's becoming more commonplace. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, people will eventually start hitting that, you know, 300 and 400 DP or maybe a little bit lower AP, but uh, the 400 DP. Um, so, so what, is your, mean, what like, is your proposed change, though? Or you said you were um, what they should do? Uh, basically, I'm like, instead of doing the like the two AP for past, uh, what is the bracket now? Let me see. Where is it at? Hold, on. Hold the phone. Where is it at? Oh, it's at three AP, at three oh nine and three sixteen. The three yeah, AP. Yeah, basically and the two AP. instead of instead of doing like two AP, something like that's not even really super impactful. Why not the two accuracy or maybe slightly slightly more, like three or four? Would you consider that as um, something that's? I mean, I don't mind it so much, but it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense unless they just remove evasion gear from the game entirely and just make add evasion brackets. 
and you get all like if it's if they're just going to unify one type of build then they have to do it on both sides right otherwise there's not really a point but it, isn't that kind of the idea that people are thinking that they're planning to do with the dead god armor because when more and more of those pieces come out they're seemingly just making it an all one piece like not really any diverse build right maybe i, I mean i, I mean, don't know we, we don't have obviously everything out yet but right it's possible they could have alternative set options for the dead god armor but likelihood is no because you know diversity and pa are not two I, words you usually put together i feel like because of all the journals and everything they've added kind of recently it's just and the new stuff in Odalita, it's just so it's so easy to get accuracy and with toros belt you don't even really have to lose much ap at all like you lose two AP. Yeah, for that's 20 a new we don't have. Right, that's in the new region. So yeah. I, I just feel like it's just not that hard to get accuracy anymore. And then like people's AP is starting to get so high that you don't, you don't need to just keep stacking AP anymore. Like, yeah, I don't know. Well, you just you just make sure you keep that three hundred one bracket, and then you just stack up. Here's accuracy here's to... what I'm wondering: the does do these new DR brackets completely fuck up T ones T one node wars? Because that's what some people were kind of commenting on. I think they're not going to help. <laughs> it, it seems really easy to hit the AP cap since it also includes crystals and stuff, and then just keep stacking your DP up. Like all these people that are already relatively tanky are now going to have 10% more DR. Yeah, Guardians are going to be even nuttier, basically. Yeah. Yeah, because Guardians already kind of dominate the T1 scene. I don't know why they haven't they haven't looked at that and just adjusted it where it's maxed out on which bracket you can achieve. Like I feel like that would be such a simple change for them to do. You overestimate their abilities. Yes, but uh, yeah, Guardians are already like such a dominating force on T1s. Every like T1 guild that's like. A serious T1 guild, like they're like we do T1s and nothing else. Like they're they have guardians, like siege guilds have witch and wizards. Yeah, and uh, I mean it's because they're just so fucking tanky. They're they're so hard to kill. I mean me on and on my archer in a T1 node war, my I can still one kill people because full bloom goes burr. But against Ugh. guardians, I actually can't. <laughs> I know. I need I know a buzzer, dude. <laughs> I know you love that meme so much. That's no, why I, I, I did love it, it in March when it was common and used. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, Guardians could use more buffs, right? No. I think, no. That's, <laughs> I, I think that's, that's something no one says. All right. Yeah, no, but my, my whole thing is, like, if, if they do add more AP, because I, I think they said something, like, they're going to look at it, right? Like, they might add more AP brackets. If they do, I really hope they redistribute some of them. Like, they're so weighted. so They're weighted so heavily at such weird spots. Um, I don't know. Um, let, let's see. What else do they got here? Uh, the uh, siege, the other, the siege changes. All right. So I'm 85% sure now, Rezar, <laughs> that the change is just to all guilds participating in Siege. Um, but the max HP has been lowered from 5,000 to 1,000. And if that is how it works, I think that that is a great change and helps uh, everyone. 
for the most part, makes siege a little bit less uh, terrible for everyone who's not a wizard. Uh, and yeah, overall, I like that change. Also, in the same vein, yeah, but it says specifically during occupation. Yeah, but they also spelled sea burial, sea braille. So, uh, the that Fair. that's a community Fair. translated page. Um, not like an official translation. Um, so oh, yeah, Vel started. Yeah, Vel's up. Um, they also changed the respawn timers. I'm kind of curious your guys' thoughts on this. Like, I know Nyash, you don't really siege, but but Res with um, they changed the starting respawn timer from 60 seconds to 10, and now caps out at 60 when siege has gone on for a long time, whereas before it was two minutes. How do you feel about that? Yeah, well. They changed the max... I found this funny. They changed the maximum time you can be dead for to what the current minimum time you can be dead for is. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I think it's good. Well, like... I mean, everyone hates just sitting there and watching, right? Like, that's the lamest part of Siege, is not being able to play, right? But more importantly than that, that I, I don't think a lot of people are considering... Uh, like, that means that not every single push is going to be a PA push. Part Like, because that's part of the reason why, like, PA is so kind of insane in Siege is because pushes take so long to happen that by the time you're, you're doing it, PA is back up, right? Yeah. So now you're going to be able to get pushes in before PA is off of cooldown. So we're going to see a lot more, like, non-PA fights, I think. Which is going to be interesting, or maybe people—I yeah. don't know—maybe people are going to save like some of their PAs for the second fight. You know what I mean? Like they're going to be like, okay, only half of our PAs are going to go, and then uh, you know, hopefully we can save some for the next push or something like that. I have no idea. I, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be interesting to see uh, if people just keep playing like they have and then just don't have PA for some pushes, or if people are going to make adjustments to how they do things. It also... Just fucking rip PA off the fucking Witch Wizards and give it to Shy already. It also means you won't have Q buff for every engage in Siege. Yeah, yeah. Because like, like the 60 second respawn timer minimum plus like regrouping and getting to the other person's base. It was almost like, not, not just Zerker, but like everyone's e-buffs are basically up every time. Yeah. Um, I also, I do love, I don't know, like they're, I... I'm in like a love hate with this one because one thing I did like about the siege death timers is your death felt super impactful. Like you really didn't want to die in siege, you know, like it felt awful. But um, waiting that long was pretty shit. Although it was a nice bathroom break. Sometimes <laughs> sieges go long, and you could go refill your drink. Um, but I. But also now be... you're not gonna get punished as hard for like losing yeah. a fight. You're not going to get punished well. so hard. Your guild's not just going to get one push because you died once. You're going to respawn enough time that if a guild is stronger than you, you'll be able to actually defend for a little while. Plus, there's just going to be like way more action. Like Everyone's KDs are going to be a lot higher. I think I feel like they need to change Stormtrooper with this because they didn't just cut the respawn timer in half like you're going to get double kills. It's like one-sixth the length. So people are going to have like 300, 400 kills. Like Stormtroopers should not be 100 kills anymore with this change. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. Overall, overall, both changes together are kind of cool. Makes makes me actually want to go siege at least on the farmlands, not on, not, not in castles, but in the farms. I'd be down. They have titles for two hundred and three hundred kills. Yeah, but they yeah, still the just need to be weapon. moved up, dude. I don't know. I mean, the ult that's a cool title. Is that one of them? I'm not even heard yeah. that one. Oh, Vel is dead. Okay, he's a big old squid, dude. Later, Vel. All right, let me not get my heart real quick. Yeah, yeah. Same. Oh, Boom. totally no heart. Did you know you opened it? No heart. No heart. It's another. One of us can actually get one, right? Statistically. <laughs> Statistically, one of us has to get one at least on one <laughs> of these fucking episodes. Eventually. Uh, I did not get one either, which means you're gonna get one, Frosty. Easy. All right. Let's see. At least make me cheer. Oh, I didn't get shit. <laughs> this game. Fuck, dude. Okay, so Vel. Let's see. Are there any changes for Vel? Nope. Vel still never gives hearts. All right. Uh, I'm excited Bell, for that change. Vel has no heart. Let's move on to these uh, PVE things here. Um, dude, it's a the the other thing that's kind of blowing my mind here is it's so many changes at once with all of the class changes the dr the new dr brackets i mean these dr brackets are going to immediately be affecting people obviously a lot of people are not anywhere near 400 dp or even 390 or 380 but there's a lot that are 360 to 370 like i only need to change a couple of things to hit that 25 percent bracket um it also i think makes narc earrings an Orkinrad belt a little bit more important. And the market is actually reflecting that. Because, um, I mean, the base narcs are shit. But um, a bunch of base narcs got bought. There were two pen narcs. The night before Global Labs update, there were two pen narcs on buy. One of them was sitting at 26 bill or 27. And now there's zero and there's four orders up. <laughs> the price has gone up. Um, and then Orkinrad Belt. Like now, the that DP past 346 actually matters somewhat. It's not huge, but it matters. So if you're like min maxing and like just you know you you feel like you have nowhere to go. Like at at my gear, it felt like getting DP meant nothing. Like evasion kind of means a little bit as I keep adding it, but the DP itself meant nothing, and now now it actually does. So I, that I do like about it because it makes it feel like you can just keep growing. Um, but people are going to notice that's, I, I mean, all, most people are going to have like somewhere between one and 3% more DR the second this comes to live server or most, uh, most somewhat geared people. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Tetnarks, man. Maybe they're not the worst thing in the whole world now. Rez, are you going to rock a uh, pen for us, Ron Rose, or? Fuck no. The fuck? Why would I do that? Well, you know, just because. What? Just because, why not? All right, gatekeepers. Gatekeepers got changed. Uh, let me get to that note so I can have, have it exactly. They changed gatekeepers and field bosses. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay. Um... Gatekeepers now, they did this like role play thing. It is said that it's not exactly known how powerful they are, but 
Uh, eyewitness accounts for five great adventures wearing sparkling Tuvala gear smelted in the raven's lair and barely fought. According to an investigator and Baron, the bloody rituals and newly born sluicemen were powerful enough to rise again soon after they fell. More powerful rewards can be earned by defeating the strengthened gatekeepers. So, uh, I was told that if you were to go with five people in full pen Tuvala, that a gatekeeper is going to wipe your party. So, that's kind of interesting. Because right now, like, five pen Tuvala would just wreck a gatekeeper. So we'll see. So hopefully the rewards are good enough and the, they're actually going to be hard to fight now. So that's cool. Um, not sure what the additional rewards are going to be for them though. Maybe people tested on global apps. I, I have not seen. Um, the field bosses like Mudster, Tree Spirit, um, Bag, Red Nose, and the one in Shira Ruins uh, have been increased. You can now get Ancient Spirit Powder and uh, if you get RNG carried you can get uh, Fail Stacks. 20, 30, and 40 stacks like drop directly from them, which is kind of sick. Uh, my question is, how much dust? How much dust do these bosses need to drop for you to actually want to go to a field boss? Like, what's the minimum amount of ancient spirit dust that they'd have to drop for you to be like, all right, I I gotta start going to field bosses? 10k. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 well, I was thinking about it. I was like, dude, I wonder if they're going to drop as much as like these dark rifts that give like a hundred. But if they gave a hundred, that's a lot. But that means that you're going to get twenty Kaffir stones every time you show up. So it can't be that high. But I fucking hope so. You think? I mean, that I don't know. You think that'd be too OP though? That it would, def- would definitely encourage everyone and their mother to fucking go. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Like the problem is with field bosses right now. They're just there's no point in going. Unless it's Kranda or Zarka, maybe, and that's pretty much it. Like, why go anywhere else? All right, so what about this? Let me propose this to you. What if it dropped all the shit it drops right now, random gold bars and the the bullshit that's, like, mostly meaningless, but it also, because it also has a chance to drop a fail stack, so you have that rare chance that you'll get a 20, 30, or 40 stack, but it dropped 50 spirit dust, so you're guaranteed 10 Kaffir stones when you show up to a field boss. Is that worth going... If they take, like, because I think if enough people show up, it should only be, like, what, a five-minute fight or so? Yeah, I mean, I I think that would be fine. I mean, it's not super huge, but it's still good. You know, like, maybe not necessarily worth your time over grinding, but I, I don't know. That's, that's still pretty decent with the off chance that you get a drop, a rare drop. The thing is, if they do, if they do that and they add like, you know, 10 different Kaffirs per person kind of thing, that would be really good for the economy because what someone said in chat here, like, with Dead God Armor, Kaffir pre-orders, there, there's 250,000 pre-orders that need to be filled because of Dead God Armor, you know? Everyone's yeah. trying to get their, their tree or the red nose maxed out so that they can actually turn it in for the Dead God Armor. And then on top of that, you just... All the other gear, of course, as well. And it's just like, it's a lot of fucking Kaffirs that everyone needs. Xavion so said, a, just give us Krons. But then he corrected it and said Kaffirs and stars. He meant Kaffirs. <laughs> we already get Krons, dude. That's the problem. It should just rename Krons to just Disappointment. That's I think, they should, yeah. I think click they, with should, they should go traditional BDO style and appeal to our gambler's nature. And add a chance to drop a box, right? When you go to a world box, you kill the boss, 
it has a chance to drop a box, and in this box, you can get anywhere from one boss aura to, like, pin whatever you're fucking killing. So you, you kill Zarka, you get the, the Zarka weapon box. There's a chance you get anywhere between one boss aura to, to pin C20 Kazarka main hand. That way people, you know, people that like to go for those uh those those gambles, you know, they can have fun with that. That would have and then to everybody be can rage. Such a low chance though. I think they should <laughs> just, they should just make it a its own little mini game. What what was that show where like uh you get something and then these like or no, you choose a door and then they're like, but wait, what about behind door number two or three? <laughs> they, they should just do that with that. That would appeal to the gambling thing. Like Dude, you could get this, you can get these honesty, 10 like, cappers or you could look behind door number two. But in all <laughs> honesty, like counts. what if like, like let's, I obviously I was being like ridiculous then. Right. But what if there was nope, like, a chance to drop something that was like an enhanced version, like not because let's be honest, like a base Zarka. I think most people kind of look at a base Zarka and they're like, "That's a little bit of a extra work for a base Zarka." And like Kafir's edition would be nice, but the reason to go to Zarka should probably be the Zarka, right? So I mean, Typically. what if there was like, what if there was like a chance for you to get like an enhanced like version, like a plus fifteen or something? Obviously not. Well, I mean, they twenty, but they did. They did yeah, recently cool. change the boxes so that um, it would sell the box as like a like you know a tet box, right? Because I seen one recently. No, no, no. That's the um. That's the people that are converting their gear to a real uh, gear. It turns it into a box so you can open uh, it on a different class. For some reason, yeah, I thought yeah. that was also yeah. They do that in okay. the in the night vendor but not actual no that was uh, you're yeah. thinking of you're thinking of when briz posted that forum post explaining like if you could sell items and it turned them into boxes so when you bought them it was for any class instead of for specific yeah classes. Yeah, yeah that's probably yeah. what i'm thinking of and then i seen probably the seasonal character thing you know, like yesterday someone had it right so um, yeah i mean something like that would be i do like that idea cool. Rose. up to plus 15 i'd be i that makes sense yeah because i feel like people don't go to world bosses anymore i feel like people like a like quite a few people go to karanda and then like zarka you know some people go to zarka but then nobody goes anywhere else anymore aside from garmoth though like that's it yeah well yeah because there's 10 bill worth of value to be gained potentially versus 100 mil I mean, I always felt like you should get, if a boss on average takes 10 or 15 minutes, you should at least get gold bars equal to like 15 mil, like guaranteed every time you go. And then you should also just, I, I feel like world bosses should also have this, a chance to drop Kafra's bundles. Just because yeah. they're forever I mean, useful. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, that's definitely a way to keep bosses relevant for sure. You're absolutely right. Oh, well, the field boss just... change is a nice step. And uh, gatekeepers, dude. Do you think uh, Manap's going to guard the gatekeepers again? We're going to go back to those days? Oh, my gosh. I hope I so. I mean, if it's actually worth it, then yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Manap will be back. All right. And then uh, lastly, but not least, the uh, RBF changes. So I'm going to read this as it's stated here. It's a little bit confusing. The way it's worded, but uh, I'll try to I'll try to make sense of it for everybody after I read this. So um, they added a new server where you can enjoy the Red Battlefield RBF. 
<laughs> uh, if you escape menu red battlefield, you'll be directed to the red battlefield located on Uno 2 server. Uno 2 servers are not affected by server move latency. A total of 10 battlefields are open in the Uno 2 server red battlefield, and the server name exposed in the red battlefield status window has been changed to the battlefield name. The base battle slash occupation battle has been changed to participate in the red battlefield, even if it is on the server in progress. The limited RBF will no longer be able uh, able to participate. And if there are two or less people in the RBF um, from the time Red Battlefield starts, the battlefield will end after one minute. And the characters in the RBF return to position before entering RBF. RBF rewards can be obtained at the end of battle, uh, at the end of the battlefield normally. So basically, I, I at least to my understanding, you're not going to have to change servers to participate in RBF, it'll literally just put you in a pool of servers within like an RBF thing. So you'll be ported right back to your server at the end of RBF. Like, so if I'm like on Velia three and I, I go join RBF, it'll put me in whatever RBF has room first. And then on top of that, I, they're going to start adding like randomized maps to RBF. And they said, um, the existing red battlefield was assigned to each server, but it was changed to be integrated uh, in an integrated form through today's update. Accordingly, you can enter the desired RBF without changing server. In addition, based on this foundation, new maps are available. There must have been a lot of people who were bored with the same map, but we will add maps as quickly as possible so that you can enjoy for more fun. Now, I went on Global Labs. There's no new maps on Global Labs, so I guess they're going to be adding them. It was a little bit confusing because they said new maps are available, but hopefully when they actually come to our server, this change in a few weeks or whenever we get it, um, there's at least one new map because I know it's so such a simple change, but a new map would be way more oh, fun. It'd Even be if super it's super refreshing, it would be so nice. It'd be almost as good as just getting a uh, distortion off of no loot scroll just now. What server? I'm gonna flag. I'm gonna consume it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not telling you my server. Uh, so, dude, I kind of hope there's a bunch of new maps. And even, here's the thing that's so sad, is RBF has gotten so, like, redundant and old, even if the map is exactly the same, but the floor is desert instead of grass, will be nice. <laughs> that's how, that's how fucking, hope, like, the same it's dude, been. I hope to God there's at least one map, because I have a feeling there's going to be at least, like, two added, and then there's going to be, like, three. I hope they make a map where it's just a flat fucking field Same. so that no fucking witchzards can fucking climb on top of goddamn roofs and throw shit down at people anymore. Fuck me. Yeah. I think it'd be really fun to have a map that's like a, a maze too, where there's where it's literally not open and nothing to climb on. There's like only walls between you and you like, I don't know. They, they could do so much fun stuff with the map since it's just like a game mode that doesn't really matter. Yeah, they could literally do whatever they want and just make it entertaining as fuck. That's that's really what they should target. I agree completely with what you're saying. Like, I mean, they already have fucking crazy-ass restrictions and uh, roles for RBF versus uh, all the other PvP, so... Yeah. Like, I'm right there with you on that. Just make it fun. Make it different, unique, and just say, fuck it. Like, hell, capture the flag would be hilarious. If they came out with like actual game modes, that'd be so fucking hype. And it was oh, like, dude, it was people like, would have so much fucking funny. It would take a, it'd take the edge off of grinding, you know, like they still got to buff the rewards though. Even if the maps yeah. are fun, they got to buff the rewards a little bit. Yeah. You're not wrong. What do you mean? They just did not long ago. Now you get like four mil. 
At the end of every round, you should get <laughs> you should get one to five. You should get a little bun, an RBF bundle. You right click it, and you can get anywhere from like one to ten Crown Stones, one to ten Kaffir Stones, and a rare chance at a fine accessory box. How about or, this? How about this? Or something. How about this? Thirty Crown Stones and one Ancient Dust. How's that? <laughs> how about five? Oh. How about just uh, how about just two crown stones and one armor stone and a GM blessing? Hmm. No, no, no not best... not a GM blessing. A note from Jay. We just get a note from Jay. We just get a note. <laughs> we 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 get a note from uh from uh the fucking director. Just like yeah, th- there would have been a better reward here, but you can have this instead. Listen, the best I can do is one artisan memory, forty cron stones, and one day Mers palette. That's the best I can do. <laughs> day, dude, no, but the Mers palette, <laughs> and they have to make the Mers palette shows up in your inventory, and it can't be discarded. So you just start building them up, and you have to buy inventory slots. Oh my god! Hell yeah, dude. That would be sick. Uh yeah. Outside of that, that that is the. Uh, that is the notes. Let me pull up the uh, the comments here. Let me get started on that. I gotta head out soon. How are how are you looking on time? I'm good. We we don't have too many comments this week either, so Okay. Only twenty one angry Francis Francis an important Only twenty one angry mooses. He's got banned for mooses that I thought existed. Yeah, we went and recorded a uh a music video yesterday for one of our new songs and we have to do it's a, it's sort of like this apocalypse theme uh like before and after so yesterday we were in the desert for the whole day and it's funny because we're supposed to record the after scenes today but like literally all of us are sunburnt as a motherfucker so it probably yeah. is gonna be a bad idea but we'll see what happens uh also i'm if i don't get an academy award for my fucking acting in this goddamn video, I then the academy is a goddamn lie and a scam. My acting was incredible. Rezo, you're gonna be blown away when you see this shit. You're gonna I, you're gonna I, cry I when you see me, dude. You yeah. you better you better uh, let us all know when you're throwing this down. You know <laughs> any, any talk on removing debuffs and abilities, dude. That question has been that that shit has to be like the most meme funny thing in the fucking community in the last like three weeks that that question on the q a that said uh players are tired of having to rely on skills and debuffs for pvp when will this be changed oh god that was actually hilarious oh man (laughs) oh yeah so soul yeah this is what soul cyphers he's been spamming this in chat he says, "At so frosty, when are they reworking PvP? It's tiring having to rely on skills and debuffs." <laughs> I, I love that they cherry picked out of all the questions. They picked that fucking retarded one. All right, like, that's you know what? TOS, nah, TOS. Okay, Badriana. Uh, uh, Badriana says first. Congratulations, Badriana. You were, in fact, first. Oh, hold on. Let me remove this. Yeah, you were, in fact, first, Badriana. Congrats. <laughs> Austin Lassiter says, vigorously presses button. At any links, uh, timestamp here. Let me see what happens. Grab. Oh, also, if you press roll. the button, in oh. actuality, all success. But- let me guess, a grab. <laughs> uh, Eumenidai says, Reslar, so... 
Oh, he quotes this. So when you say it's that absurd, do you mean it's that absurd for like a standard game or is that absurd for this company? Frosty, uh, yes. True. Uh, Pretty accurate. <laughs> and Frax yeah. says, for me, a good montage makes you want to play the class that's shown off and then his shit makes me want to use my coupons really bad. Also got fucked up by him a few times in Star's End. Would recommend. Great episode, guys. Much love. Uh... Thank you, Enfrax. Spectrum, yeah, last week we had uh, Rostam on. If you guys have not checked out his YouTube channel, please check it out. His video editing is fucking incredible. And the, his runaway video, if that doesn't make you just want to PvP in general, I, I, then you're just lost. You're a lost cause. Spectral says, the problem isn't only PA and Siege. If you lose that, tell me how you're going to make a push on Castle. Oh, wait, you don't. You get fucked either way. So they need to change PA, yes, and make it individual or something, or buff Magic Shield more and remove. Uh, then change Castle Siege so you can push without the need of it. I think just the last... I think just remove PA and then yeah, just the, that last yeah. Just change Castle Siege. I, I, love, I love whenever you talk to witches and wizards about removing PA, and they're like, all right, but what are you going to give us in exchange for that? It's like... It's like, no. no, no you, you, just, you just lose PA. <laughs> Uh, but we've talked before that you would have to like change how siege. Like the biggest thing I think that you would have to do is make it to where there's not just one fucking entrance, right? Because like that's the big thing is there's one big choke that everyone has to pile through, and that's not really going to be something that's viable if you take away PA. So I, I think the easiest thing to do would be to just add like another entrance or two more entrances, and then that way you're not all just grouping up and piling through one entrance. Or at least if you do, then I'm assuming you have some sort of strategy to not just get fucking rained on. I have a, well, Rizzler, I have a that idea. would not work out for our PA design. Hold on, I, I have a fun idea. You remove PA, and now castles, the entirety of castle walls are destroyable by cannons. So you have to make your own hole to enter. <laughs> that that would be actually pretty cool. Maybe it takes a few shots, five, ten, whatever. But like when you get hit by a cannon, you're fucking. If you're on defense, your ass needs to get out there and find those cannons, or you can literally destroy the whole castle. There we go. Problem solved. Uh, Spectral adds three additional comments after that, and we have a new rule. You gotta just edit your comment and add it to that. Don't keep adding comments. So we're moving on. Feather Snake BDO says at one hour thirty eight minutes. If that question is referring to protected area, it makes much more sense. Do you know what he's referring to here, Rizzler? At one thirty eight. I'm not quite sure, but that's been a theory of ours for a long time now. That Perlobis, every time we talk about PA, they think we mean Perlobis and not protected area. Yeah. They 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 definitely... Uh, they they yeah. need to change the name of their company? Or uh, just remove that skill, one of the two? Is that where you're going with? Well, when, when you say something like, like, do they need to nerf PA, people are like, I, I don't understand like why they want Perlobis nerfed. Like, what nerf us how? <laughs> Uh, Lakeson9003 says, would be fun if you guys could try to invite BJ, uh, BJ Godna Ooh. to the show. He is a Korean BDO YouTuber oh. who played BDO since Musa released. I think he can speak and understand English and flavor of the month plays, or FTM, what's, what's FTM? For the moment plays Hashishin. I'm going to say flavor of the month. Flavor of the month plays Hashishin. Question to Nayashi. How often do Musos slash Mewas have to buy a new mouse since right mouse click over abuse? Great podcast as always. Keep up the good work. How, how often well, do you I run through mice? I can answer that question, actually. 
All right. Um, I, I bought one mouse in the last three years, and that is mostly because I wanted an upgrade. So the answer would technically mm, be the real no answer? need. Nope, I'll give you the real answer. He <laughs> has to replace his right mouse button every three weeks. Specifically the right mouse button. The right mouse button. And he has to replace the entire mouse every three weeks because when Chase doesn't work, he throws his mouse at the wall. The mechanism is actually titanium now at this point. I've had to upgrade it so many times just because of how fragile it is from all the clicking. So. <laughs> Soul Cipher in chat says, now Frosty can hear Moose's complaint in Korean too. Lamau. Hell yeah. Let's bring on a Korean Moose. <laughs> Kanichi Sai says, whenever a game dev promises changes in a positive tone, I always think of it as they're going to do the opposite. Pretty disappointing that PA is so disconnected with their players. Great podcast. Again, guys, nice hearing Nayashi again too. He uh, too bad he couldn't stay for the comments. Among Us looks pretty fun. My guildmates actually play it, and now they can't trust each other during Node Wars. Keck W. <laughs> um, yeah, thank, oh, real quick, thanks everybody for, who uh, came to Community Night and hung out for a while. It was fun. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. Uh, we had, uh, Find out how yeah, bad I am at trivia. Or uh, picture. Yeah, we, play, we played one game of uh, League because we originally had five people, so it was like perfect. And then uh, we played some Scriblio, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically online Pictionary. And uh, that was pretty fucking hilarious because uh, none of us could draw. So, <laughs> also, it's well, really hard drawing with a mouse. Like, God. Yeah. I mean, we, we, did, we did all right. I, I think we did okay. But it was, it was definitely fun. It was fun. I got a new game I'm hype about. And I know, Bear, if you're still in chat, we got to play this shit when I get back from my band shit. This game called... Uh, what is this shit called? Uh, wait, hold is, on. Hold is it on. just me or is this particular server bug? Why is there uh, no big Gunfire game? Reborn, dude. It's a what's called a roguelite, which is a new genre to me. Never even heard of it. But that shit is... It's cartoony as fuck, but it's super fun. Um, yeah, also... He Kanichi Sai ended his comment with Keck W for the boomers out there like me. I did some research last week. Keck W means laughing, and the W, we have no idea why the W is added in there. Uh, ignore the name says, <clears throat> with PA's response to Node War and Siege, like, honestly, I know we already do, but we really need to speak up and make our voices heard somehow because this shit sucks. It seems like nothing will ever change by the way they think. Like, even if we do speak up loud, it's difficult because we've been for so long and it just seems they ignore what we uh, what we all say, their player base. Yeah. They, they definitely are not really listening. They, they are doing changes, but they're just not listening to us as to what changes. They just want to do it their way. And I'm, I'm split on it. On one hand, I... On one hand, I like that they don't listen. On the other hand, I hate that they don't listen. Because, like, when you, if you actually go through and listen to what people are asking for, oh, it, it's God. absurd. Oh, my God. There's so many stupid complaints and requests. Yeah. Stupid complaints, yeah, stupid a... requests. Like, things, people want an insane amount of things. Uh, on the other hand, there are things that are, like, really necessary that are such simple fixes that they're ignoring. So, it's like double-edged sword. Yeah. Um, Zachary, good friend of mine, he's a... Uh, he mercs for Brutal all the time. He's a big fan of Brutal. He uh, he says, This was really interesting to watch. Kind of wish Frosty didn't make up questions so often. But other than that, I enjoyed it. He's referring to... He says when when I give an example of what someone is saying that I'm making it up. I, I promise I'm not Wait, making that up. So, for example, uh, I have... 
had people tell me that frontal guard is not a protection. And he's saying, like, I'm making that stuff up. That is a legitimate argument that people make to me all the time. They say that frontal guard is not really protection, so I don't have protected CCs. If they have, like, a frontal guard CC. And I'm... Yeah. That's which not made fucking, up. Which people fucking actually class Discord that. are you going in? <laughs> uh, I, I try to do my research on all of them. Dude. No, we don't have frontal guard. We actually don't have Most, frontal guard, so we can't make that complaint. Have you been in the Musa Discord recently? It's a uh, strikers <laughs> don't like to look at frontal guard as protection. They're they're one of them. Um, the frontal guard on dragon bite is not protection either. So it, it's you know what it's fine. Uh, Kalahad says. <laughs> Uh, Calahad says they can make any change they want to Node War Siege, but no matter what they do, short of a cap like T1s, it will be PA push every time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, they could remove PA. If they remove PA, it won't be PA push every time. If you just remove <laughs> the company from the game, we'd actually have a better time, I think. Just yeah. remove the company. Uh, anyone know the percent chance of Pen Ogre at a 200 fail stack? It's like 10 or 11%, something like that. It's close what? to 10, isn't it? I don't know. Possibly? I would say don't go for it. Uh, unless you're related. I'd say, then go for it and I'd, list it. I'd say do and show us the video, because there's nothing like a little bit of despair from someone else's perspective to make me feel better about myself. Yeah. Multi saying 10.5. I, I have a question. I What's have a question, up? Frosty. Does your does your pen ogre have a name on it? Does the accessories get the names on it? Yeah, they have names. And no, it doesn't. I, I submitted a ticket and had the name removed. Wait, you did? I did. You can do that? You can do that. I didn't know that. Dude, not huh. only can, oh, can you do that, but it was the fastest they've ever responded to, to a ticket in the history of them responding to tickets. I woke up. I logged into BDO and I was like, ah, I forgot to submit the ticket. Let me do that right now. I submitted the ticket within a minute and 20 seconds. My ogre was no longer equipped and it was in my mail with the name removed. Holy shit. Yeah, it was Damn. actually insane. Yeah. So if you have a bad name on it, get rid of it. Yeah, it was like Sky Thoughts or something. It was an awful name. I had to, I had to get rid of it. Um, Wait, say the name one more time. It was like Sky... S-K-Y-Y underscore T-H-O-X. <laughs> it was just weird. And not... It was a roulette, for sure. It was a roulette. That's a roulette name. Uh, Jimmy Lang says, Haha, Frosty goes burr. Alright, Jimmy Lang. That's I'm not reading your comment next week. Travis7067 <laughs> uh, just links something. And then his second comment is, Six months for a new tier list. That's PA-level procrastination. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we could do it right after the Hashishin comes out, like, you know, in October or November. Uh, the Musassin says, so, Frosty, you're telling me that Warrior Awake and Suck is weak. Hush you mouth, ha ha ha. I, did I say Warrior Awake is weak? Ever? I don't think so, but maybe. I don't even I don't know remember. where this is Wait, coming what? from. Musassin, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I don't even know what you're referring to. When did I say Warrior Awake is weak? And and I don't even, uh, huh? Wait, wait. Before before we you know go on and you know insulting the poor guy, is he a donor? Like on his license? No, no. <laughs> his license. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's not the proper word, but. Uh, was... <laughs> 
Because he's no, I'm not insulting be, him. Because Frosty's about to murder this boy. I, I'm, I'm not insulting him. I'm right asking. I, I know for sure I never said Awakened Warrior is weak. I never said that. I don't know what he's talking about. He says, also, when I complain about Musa, I don't know how many times I got to say this, but I'm talking about Musa Awakening not suck. Musa Awakening needs a lot of love. I want Musa Awakening to be like Warrior slash Guardian, where it becomes a preference or a steak choice over being able to pvp the only thing that i i only think your your last sentence is very reasonable and i also want that for musa and all the other awakenings i also want that for musa and all the other awakenings i don't want any class should not feel like they have to use succession and musa is in that boat a little bit although i disagree heavily that it's in that boat in pvp there's a lot of situations where musa awakening is actually really fucking good in pvp but in PvE, it's definitely in that boat, like a lot of us, and, and that should be fixed. I just think right. that it's comical how exaggerated Moose's problems are when they're, they're not as bad as Moose's make them seem. And there is an element of Moose's do not want to accept that accuracy accessories are okay, and it's okay to put them on. It's all right. It's all right to use a Zarka and a Dawn Earring, like other classes. Just you know? all this. <laughs> Uh, there are problems. No one denies it, but I'm just, you know, try being an awakened dark knight for a week and then tell me about your awakening Musa problems. Yeah, what's what's up, Rosar? I just want to say that exchange right there is exactly why, no matter how many signatures the Remove Nayashi from the Value Pack podcast, the petition on change.org gets, I, I, could, I could never do it. I could never do it. I could never what? do it. Why? Because it it's was just—it's just too funny. Just the shit that comes out of this man's mouth. I swear to God. <laughs> I mean, it—it it is, you know, one of a kind. Definitely not gonna <laughs> find another man that can say random shit like I do. <laughs> True. Daz says also again. You just won't find another Mewa, but to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, be, <laughs> Dude, right now, right now, legit, I Mewa is in in my experience, Mewa is the least played class in the entire game right now. I'm pretty sure. I actually think there's fewer Mewas than Shies. I think Shy is fairly popular. Mm, I don't know. I don't. I, I see a lot of Mewas no. in Battle Arena. I don't really see Shies. There, the only reason you see a lot of Mewas in Battle Arena is because you you ping all the Mewas that exist and tell them to go with you to Battle Arena. They're not <laughs> actually ever there. Uh, uh, Daz man. says BDO is the best if you play it casually and the worst if you take it seriously. Um, just to impact and not just pair it from the podcast, there's a big handcrafted world to go around, lots of little hidden caves, interesting points that don't really do anything but fun to find. Life skill system, while it has its own is issues, has a lot of content to figure out and make the world itself very interactable. After playing BDO, where almost every patch of grass can be interacted with, other MMO worlds just feel like fake backdrops. That's actually true. I actually do agree with that. Uh, most people mash R through quests, but there's some actual effort when in there, especially side quests, which range from fun and silly to sad and tragic if you're willing to read through them. Of course, the game is also very good at drawing you into a mindset of having to optimize everything to be the most efficient, which is the easiest way to get burned out. Times like those, it's best no, to that's, just... Step, that's players. It's players best to step back and make sure that it's you who plays the game, not the game that plays you. Dude, that is deep. 
I'm writing that down. I, I I would I would make a slight revision to that. It's the players that cause you to min max and everything. Well, I think the because... game leads you into it though, right? Because like the game definitely like holds your hand to it, but it's the player that makes the decision ultimately. So you're you're right, but I do think there's a little bit of like leading the witness and the way the game's designed that makes you feel like, oh, like this isn't as optimal as if I did this, but to do this, I have to do this. You know what you I mean? Kidding me? They literally hand you fucking bullshit accessories constantly that have no fucking major impact. Like, what are those early game accessories that have like, oh, you get back attack damage or something like that on it? Like, this isn't gonna help a newer player. Yeah, dude, this helps them defeat. <laughs> Just get more done. You know, like that's the min maxing talking because players have already done the research on this stuff. It it that is d- like the back attack helps them defeat the first red nose scroll boss. You liar. <laughs> You don't even get it until you get to Alta Nova. You right? min max the red nose scroll boss, dude. Oh my god. Dude, I, I do have to point out that like I think I mentioned this before, like whenever I played Arcage, like it felt Arcage's world felt very empty compared to Black Desert Online. And well, I that's think that's because no one built that... houses yet. <laughs> I think a lot of that does have to do with like just how much shit there is in Black Desert Online that you can interact with. Yeah, like, I think that is like a, a huge part of it. In all honesty, yeah, um, yeah, agreed. And there's a lot of places where you can go. Like even if the grind spot is not necessarily viable, there's like gathering things you can do there, quests that bring you there a lot. Um, and they are slowly like revamping the grind spots to be viable. Um, there's obviously way more they could do. I, I still just, like, right now, I just want them to focus on, like, the new RBF maps is a good start, but fucking arenas, dude. God damn it, give us arenas. Um, free BDO player says, here all the quests, or here all the reward about, here, he says, here all reward about seasonal characters. I think it's a link to all the rewards you can get from seasonal. Um, and Goblin Burger says, this is interesting and all, but did you know Frosty is leaving BDO? What? Wait, he clipped something. Man, fuck this shit. I'm going back to Candy Crush, the true god tier MMO. He said, all right, here's this was such a bait. He. (laughs) We're hearing it for the first time, so this is shocking. Live reaction. He said, he spammed in my chat, like with all caps, this sentence, like, man, fuck this shit. shit. Fuck BDO, I'm going back to uh, Candy Crush. And I read it, like, I just read it live. Like, I was reading the chat, and then he clipped it and said, ah, got you saying it. And now he's linking it and saying, I'm quitting video and going back to Candy Crush. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking troll. Anyway, that's the end of the comments. Thank you guys so much for commenting. If you want to leave a comment, if you want to get our reaction on something, if you want to tell us that we're wrong about something or argue with us and we shout you down, you can do that by leaving a comment in the YouTube channel uh, on the next video. We always read it the following week. Um... Please, 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 if you comment, and we do love comments. Like, I don't, if we have 60 comments, that's fucking awesome, but please let them be 60 different comments. If you want to amend your comment or change something you said, you can go back into YouTube, click edit, and change your comment or add more information to it, and we'll look at the whole comment. Do not leave four just, comments, please. Just, just, just wait till Frosty or Rizzler respond to your comment and then change it to be something completely different so they look like assholes. Oh yeah, and this so when is, they read it, or if you're a deeper, it's just going to be great on the next podcast. This is I'll I'll send I'll put this in the Discord so you guys have this. This is my my live reenactment of Dark Knights when they read the Global Labs notes this week. If you guys want to check this out real quick, I'm going to play it on, on the stream. Let me, let me kill this pack real quick. And um, I'll check it. Here we go. Let me make sure volume's up. We're good to go. All right, here we go. This is the reenactment 
of Dark Knight reading the Global Lab patch notes. Can, or if you're a DK, here, here's what went down. You were minding your own business late last night. You probably already were tired of grinding for the day, so you hopped off. You're watching animes in bed like a, you know, standard, standard BDO nerd. You're just laying in bed watching animes. Then you get a ping. And you see, like, what the hell is everyone... Go What's going on in this Discord, dude? Everyone's chatting. What What's happening? Wait, they buffed all the Awakenings? Everyone? <gasps> hell yeah! And then they went to the they went to the DK section, like, DK, 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 DK. Float on seed? Hell yeah! All right, what else? 300 extra stamina? Okay, okay, what else? Uh, nothing else? That's it? Fuck! Dude, fuck you, PA. Fuck this game! Fuck every class. Really? <laughs> they buffed Awakened Witch? They buffed Awakened Witch even more? They buffed Ninja. Okay. All right, dude. Fuck these devs, dude. Fuck PA. Fuck this game. Fuck everybody. This is bullshit, dude. I fucking hate this. You know what? I'm re-rolling. When's Hashishin coming out? Fuck this class, dude. Can, or if you're... That, that's, uh, that's Dark Knights yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's basically my reaction every time the patch comes out. And then Musa's, they they went to the notes and they're like, so no changes? Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, yeah. That is that. Rezo, you want to uh, give, give a shout out to everyone and tell them where they could find us all and uh, close out the show? Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for watching, listening, hanging out with us. Uh, in the streams, in both Nyashi and Frosty streams. We do stream these things, or, by uh, the way. Crackly Mike. Reza apologizes for his crackly ass mic. Yeah. He's, is he's, my mic being crackly again? Yeah. What, what is it he's that got, you do to... What do you do to fix do, it? Is it the cable? I literally unplug it and plug it back in. Fuck, dude. That sucks. Yeah, maybe the cable's Here, just frayed and so Have you tried, yeah, like, watch. not plugging it back so, in? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> All right. He unplugs it. I imagine he plugs it back in and then he has to go and re-choose it as a setting. So it takes a little bit longer Probably. than just unplugging and replugging. Either that or the, the plug it, is underneath yeah. his desk and he's climbing around on the floor. Hello? Is it better now? Is it fixed? Yes. Crackling yes, is, is fixed. Welcome Did back. Did you used to play on RuneScape? Welcome back. I'm not. I'm no longer cracked out, Resloy. So, uh, yeah. I, and I don't have to do anything too extreme. All I have to do is go into uh, voice meter swap the input to something else and then swap it back to my mic for some reason. I don't know why I have to do that whenever I unplug it and replug so, it, but still. Someone in chat wants to know if you played uh, RuneScape before, Rizzler. I did. I did play RuneScape way back in the day. I don't. I didn't even have the name Ruins, uh, Rizzler back then. I had a completely different name. I don't even remember what it is. Don't ask me. It was some fucking edgy gay shit because I was like 12 years old. Um... All right, so that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, thank you, everybody, for hanging out in the streams. We do stream these uh, every single week, uh, either at uh, twitch.tv slash sofrosty or twitch.tv slash nyashi underscore na. Uh, we didn't have a guest this week because of the sheer amount of uh, notes that we had to go through, but I think we are already trying to get a guest for next week, so look forward to that. No music. I'm disappointed. That's what, you know what, there are pros and cons to watching the live stream, okay? <laughs> uh, so yeah, thanks for watching. Uh, check out our Twitch streams, links are down below. Check out the uh, Patreon, link is down below. Check out Frosty's band, he's got new shit coming out soon. Links down below in the description as well, uh, of both the SoundCloud and the YouTube and all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, that'll do it. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. Have a good one.